What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, The Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why? Thank you, Brett Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 282 of Raiders Fan Radio, coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave, or otherwise what the kids call the bonus room. That's what your kids call it. That's what my kids call the bonus room. They're like... (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, so welcome to the show. We appreciate you guys. So it's been like, feels like it's been forever uh, since we've been here in the fan cave. Of course, we're doing our off season schedule uh, where we're going every other week, but uh, we might have, we might have some stuff coming. We might have yeah, some, man. Yeah, we'll, we're always going to have something going on. Yeah, we might have some, uh, some extra stuff in the holster here coming up. So, but, uh, so stay tuned uh, to the channel. And thank you to all of those of you that subscribe uh, to Raiders Fan Radio. We appreciate you very, very much. We get new listeners every single week. And so we appreciate you jumping in and, and joining us and, uh, and all the amazing folks that join us live in the chat room each and every week. We have the best community of Raider fans uh, by far, uh, the RFR listeners, and they congregate live in the in the YouTube chat room and uh and it the chat room is funnier than we are they know more about football than we do it's awesome in there and so I encourage you uh, to join us one of these days on a live fan on a live show. If you're an audio podcast listener uh, and if you're a live viewer, then do us a favor and head over to the audio podcast and give us a little bit of love there. Uh, any likes, any subscribes, anything that you do to help Raiders fan radio 
Uh, any advertising opportunities, which we got a new partner, uh, I think coming on board here very soon. Um, any of those advertising opportunities, 100% of that money that we make goes and supports our nonprofit, which is the One Nation Foundation. And uh, that in turn gives to Strictly Raiders related charities. So appreciate all the help and all the support that you give us around here. And appreciate everybody live in the chat room tonight. Chris Wood is in there. What's up, Miss Chris? Hey, baby uh, girl. Uh, Paul is in there. Robert Pena is in there. Grumpy Raider fan is in there. You know who that is, right? Uh, that's Kill Jadis. It, it is sure Kill Jadis. It's Kill Jadis. Uh, Paul, as I mentioned, Purple and Gold Raider is in there. Matthew Mangus is in there. Robert Pena. Esteban is in there. Miss Ebony is in there. Uh, they say Matthew. Matthew and Daniel are both in there. Uh, Tyler Raider is in there. Lee B is in there. Uh, so many of our good friends. Abel Gomez is in there. Uh, Lencho is in there. We appreciate you all so very, very much. Uh, Chris Potts holding it down up there in Jersey. And, of course, Ron the Mater Raider holding it down in there in case anybody gets loose. Uh, Mrs. Chronicles of the Black Hole is in there. Uh, Daniel Chronicles of the Black Hole is in there. Irish Raider is in there. Oakland Raider Trucker. Uh, Raider Dank Vader is in there. Uh, oh, my gosh. So many of our good friends. We appreciate you and supporting Raiders fan radio. All right. So as I mentioned, my name is Murph, but I don't do this show alone. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to the man that adorns the Western annex of the Murph's fan cave desk. He's my best friend and yours. Swag Jeff. It's styling and profiling. Woo! <laughs> What's what up, boys and girls? What up, Swaggo? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm fired up to be here. I'm ready. Uh, you know, we may not have a quarterback, but we've got the three of us in here, and that's oh, what it's all right. about. There you go. That's what it's all about. And, yeah. you know, and maybe one some... of us is a practice squatter. <laughs> oh, which one is that? We have two active on game day. And okay. Then, and then one of us is a practice mm-hmm. squatter. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm probably P-Squad. Um, are you peace squad? I think I'm peace squad. Okay. Well, you know, I so want you and Michelle got to figure out which one of you guys like, are starting. Yeah, I got the drip tonight. I'm rocking Cliffy, so you know, so I don't know. I You're might, in. Uh, yeah, I might be in, or You're I'll just in. be best dressed. Either hey. way. <laughs> well, you do got to look good when you hold the clipboard. That's true. Oh yeah, do. always. Do they hold yeah. clipboards anymore? No, I don't. I don't. Oh, oh, he sure didn't either. No, he did not. Sure didn't either. He yeah. didn't want to hold that shit. Sorry. Uh, Sorry <laughs> I said I wasn't going to do it. Yeah, well, you know, it took six minutes. It was easy. That was so softball. It's just going to slip out from time to time. It's just, it's become like second nature to us now. Yeah, it really, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so the other voice you hear there, so uh, Murph and I don't do this show alone. So to my right, at the southern annex of the western annex of the Murph's Fan Cave desk, my best friend and yours, Michelle Sweat. <laughs> Hi, Ooh, hi, wait, hold on, hi, hold on, hold on. Let, let's let the let's let the cheers stop right there. Do okay. that again. Oh, that I is wonderful. Love that. that is, I love that intro. I just want to be able to hit a button every time I walk through a door. I like the yeah. house. Like, That's Absolutely, That's wonderful. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Glad to be back Mrs. in the bed cave, Michelle. I'm so glad to be back. I'm alive. I, the flu is gone and. I'm the Super Bowl's over and thank goodness thank a lot of things went away this week. Ah, a lot of things oh. went away. Oh, oh. Hey, hey, we're going to talk about that. We've got breaking <laughs> news. In fact, I'll tell oh. you what, we're going to, we're, we're just going to go ahead and hit it right here at the top of the show. Oh my gosh. Before, breaking we, oh, breaking. Yeah. Before we get into 282s and for whom Michelle tolls and all that, we're going to go check in with the Rich Eisen show because you're right, Jeff, there's a lot that got let go and check in with the Rich Eisen Show as they give the big reveal on, on the departure that happened within the Raiders this week. Okay. Um, they cut Derek Carr. Welcome to the Ball Brotherhood. Oh, my gosh. Mark Davis. I couldn't believe this. Oh, that was a real. Mark Davis, welcome to the Bald 
brotherhood. And I saw him on Saturday night at the owner's dinner that was thrown by my, uh, Michael Bidwell. He had the he had the the bowl cut. He had the bowl cut still. I mean, the autumn wind is the super cut. <laughs> this was long overdue. And I got to tell you, I mean, it's a very Daddy Warbucks shocker of a look. It's a very Lex Luthor. That's look. what I was thinking. <laughs> but whoever whoever looked at him and said, "Hey, Mark, boo, honey," um, you know, it's time. It's time. It's time. Um, I, I I put it up there one more time. I, I mean, uh, I, I I I give I give the whole. I give I give the blue check mark there. But here's the thing. Well done, Mark he Davis. He wasn't balding. So you was it a bald. wig the whole time? I don't know. It was just a bad haircut. It was, it was a bad haircut. It was a bad haircut bad for a while. Haircut. Or if it was a wig. Why? It was a bad wig. That's Maury like that's like milk. It's that was a, it's a Maury. it's on occasion a bad choice. Yeah. Now now he needs to grow <laughs> a goatee. <laughs> he needs to get the stone cold look. Now he's bald. Oh. He needs a he needs the goatee. And then he'll look like, uh, you know, because the Raiders are fearsome, man. We fear Raider fans. So put the goatee on, you know. And I understand this is a lush history of the Raiders. Okay. A lush history of the Raiders. And I'm not fully well familiar with every single transaction. Biggest cut day in the history of the Raiders? (laughs) (laughs) Derek Carr. Mark Davis's bowl cut. <laughs> yeah. In what order? In the history. Oh my gosh! Isn't that amazing? I, I thought that was a Photoshop oh, job. I, I did not know that was I real. I did too. Yeah, I didn't know I that was real. I thought it was a Photoshop. Someone was making fun of him. Yeah. God. Freaking right on. And he looks good. God. He looks. I like, mean, he looks like Kingpin. Yeah. From Daredevil. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. I'm so glad that shit is gone. <laughs> wow. I think this might change the trajectory of the Raiders franchise. Uh, like, this might have been what was holding us back. <laughs> was this? Yeah. Like, what was the, uh, the hair um, in... Uh, the hair he cut his hair. Oh, oh, uh, that's um, we should know this. I should stuff. know. Well, is, uh, forget it, people. T- somebody in the chat room will know. I, the people Bible, want to say Goliath. It's not Goliath, it's not, but it's, it's and it's not someone Sodom else and Gomorrah. It's um, <laughs> oh man. Um, oh my gosh, why is why is it? They're going to say it. Someone, someone, save us in the chat. Someone Who was in the it chat, in the please. Bible Who's in the Bible? They got their haircut. Samson but, and Samson. Samson and Delilah. Samson. Thank you. Yeah, Samson got a haircut, lost his power. I think this is the reverse. This is the reverse. Yes, I think this is going to change. This yep. is the this is what we've been needing. Yeah. <laughs> this good Lord, <laughs> Hallelujah! Yep, yeah. Abso- so absolutely. Excited. Well, I wonder. I wonder what order that went in, right? <laughs> what? So, I mean, well, I saw this picture days ago. So, yeah. So Derek Carr was cut post oh. the Mark Davis cut. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if like he cut that and like now he's got a little more Al in him. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yes. because now he kind of looks more like mm-hmm. that villain, kind of like Al did, yeah. you know, as opposed to the dopey stepson yeah. or whatever, you know? Yes. So, you know, I, I'm all about it, man. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's bring that villain fully back. I like it. Oh, nice. I like yeah. It. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I like it, man. It looks good. Mm-hmm. It looks good. And I, I like the idea that it's going to turn the fortune of the Raiders, man. <laughs> yes, That's, I love yeah. that idea. <laughs> yeah. Gaining, and hey, listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a member of the Ball Brotherhood. There you, know you know go. I mean? Like there's. There ain't a lot going on up here, and there hasn't been since I was like in my twenties. I started losing my hair way early, <laughs> but um, yeah, and 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 so they, it was funny. So they go on the uh, Rich Eyes and the guys go on a debate um, if he was maybe wearing a wig because they're like, well, it didn't look like he was balding. 
I think he was. When you look at pictures of like old school Mark Davis, he's got like yes. a real like he's got a rock and mullet and stuff, Michelle. Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, you know that, what I mean? And it was thin. Like he just boy he's struggling to, yeah, yeah. to yeah. make coverage. Well, we like, saw him in December. Right, you know, he walked yeah. by the table. I know we were we were interviewing oh, other right. folks yeah. and stuff like that, but we yeah. saw him. Yeah, I was looking a little thin. Yeah, a little thin. Yeah. Just a little thin. Yeah. yeah. So Man, anyway, he's just so. trying to cut the budget. He's like, I don't want to pay <laughs> hey, for that super. There cut you anymore. go. I saving every budget, dollar you put can. Put it towards a quarterback. Hey, That's what he's saying. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, I haven't bought shampoo. See, a hairbrush, conditioner. None of that shit and Vegas for a is long hot, time. So now you don't have to worry yeah, about man. that. Just throw throw on a hat, man. There you you're go. good to so go, many man. Bonuses. Good to go. Man, and we get out of the the the, the time alone. I have saved oh, so much because when I get out true. of the shower, that's it. Done. done. I'm not doing a, a swag, Jeff. I'm not. I'm not primping. Well, not myself. everyone can do that. Well, that's I'm just saying. I'm not primping my pompadour in the freaking mm. in in the, in, in the, the, the what do you call it? The mirror. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I I can't remember the last time I didn't wear a hat. I go and get these awesome haircuts and stuff like that, and I never show it to anybody. You know, so so yeah. So hey, uh, before we jump into the next segment, right there, uh, because uh, I have a uh, an episode number. But before we do that, we want to respect the folks in the chat. We got Matthew Mangus in there, Lee B, Bugsy Raider, Daniel Mangus, Raider Rue is in there, uh, Paul is Paul? in there, uh, Robert Pena's in there, Ron the Mater Raider's in there, Rogue Code, uh, Grumpy Raider fan, aka Kill Jadis. Is, is that like a permanent thing, buddy? Are you just gonna be the Grumpy Raider fan now? Uh, if so, that's cool. Just let us know. Uh, my beautiful wife is in there. Chronicles of the Black Hole, OG Daniel's in there. Shane Tolbert's in there. We got the whole crew man so so yeah so like i said each and every week i take a significant moment within raider nation relate it back to the episode number so this is 282 and i've got one for you because you know you know th this might be the last time we talk about it for a while oh. we're gonna be highlighting uh our former qb1 okay right. Derek carr so on monday night in 2020 versus the new orleans saints you and I were in Vegas for this game. Ooh. Oh, that was the fun. first. The, uh, yeah, it was the first game in Las Vegas. Derek Carr goes 28 for 38 that night. Engineers four straight scoring drives in the second and third quarter, turning a 10 to nothing uh, deficit into a 24 to 17 lead. And the Raiders went on to win that game, of course, 34 24. Derek Carr threw for 282 yards that night. Hey, nice. Hey, thank you, Derek. Way to go, Derek. There you go. You did a good job, DC. Good job. You did a good job that game, pal. That was a, that was a, that was a big game. So uh, that was the game when Jonathan Abram took out the camera oh, crane. Yes, uh, that was the game where Alec Ingold scored the first ever touchdown oh, yeah. in Las Vegas Raiders history. Yep. And Jeff and I were lucky to dodge the COVID because we were in. <laughs> and we were stirring it up. Stirring That's it up. The, the rock star bar that, or what, not the rock star, the, the stage, uh, door. stage door casino. That was where COVID was invented. Oh, yeah. 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 The, there was only yeah. supposed to be 50 people in there and there was more like 400. Oh, yeah. And, and everyone's mask was dangling from their ears. We're all uh -huh. screaming and yeah. And, and, and it was also the night that Stacy Ruff got sponsored by Jameson. Yes. Yes. He yes. got sponsored by Jameson <laughs> that night and got to have have a wonderful overnight stay oh. somewhere in Clark County. He goes in Clark County. Yeah, uh -huh. he, got, he got a free night stay. Yeah. He got a free night stay. He got comped. Yeah. He got comped <laughs> in Vegas. Okay. He got comped That's in awesome. Vegas, courtesy of Jameson. So much respect to that. Yeah. And then also that was the night that, uh, that I got completely pulled out of a shot 
by our good oh. friend Gorilla Rilla. Oh, you got yes. snatched. I Your got, soul snatched got snatched by that sweaty paw. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm still picking <laughs> off some of that black, you know, fuzz from his costume, whatever. But yeah, no, it was a, it was a fun night. It was a fun night. That's, that's when awesome. Raider Roo got stranded in line. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah, poor Raider Roo. He's, he was standing in line forever. And at one point he like waves at me and he's like, hey, Murph. And I'm like, hey, Roo. And then he's like, and then later on he goes, way to leave me out there. I'm like, I couldn't control the door. I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't have that kind of influence. But yeah. <laughs> but anyways, that was a lot of fun. Kevin the Raider nerd was there for that. Oh, yes. Uh, he was in his Mando gear with, yep. the, with the little baby at Fresh. Baby Yoda. Yes. We didn't even know Baby Yoda was Grogu at that That's point. That's right. And that was for you, uh, Purple and Gold Raider, because he says more Star Wars. Oh, there yeah. you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun that night. That, yeah. That well, we got to hang out with Ramon. Raider Ra- Ra- Ramon you know, was there. Ramon was there. We got to see a guy get thrown out of the stage door casino that they night. They opened the door with his face. That's absolutely, fun. absolutely. Yeah. We got to hang out with uh, with Kenny King and that other guy, uh, which was oh, a lot of fun. Kenny King. So yeah, uh, Hugh Jackson, Raiders' former head coach. Oh, absolutely, was in there. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. It was it was good hangs, it man. Was fun, man. It was a lot of people. Oh, Pepe in Vegas was there. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was that was a good time, man. That was good a good time. time. All right, so uh, all right, let's go ahead and get into the show. Uh, so this is episode number 282 of Raiders Fan Radio, and my buddy and yours, Swag Jeff, always kicks us off with already telling us, thankfully, <laughs> how <laughs> How the hell do you think we got on this 10-minute tension of what the hell we did in Vegas in 2020? Jeff and I were like... Thank you so much. I was, well, as soon as I saw you guys look at each other, I was like, oh, I'm the dumbass. Right. I told you I'm the P-Squad guy. You guys thought I was just, uh, I was just, I was just being humble there. No. Yeah, well, turn it over to me. All right. Yeah. So, so, hey, so I do a segment every week with the episode number, but more importantly, my best friend and yours, Michelle Sweat, brings you For Whom Michelle Tolls. All right, Murph, get the button ready. Okay. Okay. This message is for... Oh, you ready? Oh, not yet. (laughs) I'll point to you when it's time. Okay. Um, This message is for Dave Ziegler, Josh McDaniels, and Mark Davis specifically. Um, Next season, next, this coming Super Bowl is in your house. So do not, for the next few months, everything you breathe, eat, sleep should be how do we prevent Kansas City from coming to your house and winning a Super Bowl in your house. So nothing you do matters except keeping them from doing that. Do not this up. (laughs) There you go. Yes. Well done, Michelle. Yeah. Wow. Ain't that the damn truth swag? Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely, man. You know, it's, you know, I didn't watch a second of the of the par- of the parade today right uh, i but, did it was, uh, i wish i would yeah have. you know I, I didn't really watch any of it but i did no. you know it popped up on uh it popped up on the socials uh today you know some you know they, they talked to the crowd right so Mahomes is talking to the crowd going, you know, oh, you know, everyone said in the AFC West that we were going to rebuild. We weren't going to make it. You know, all the haters said, so I don't know what a rebuild is. Hey, I guess in our rebuild, we win the Super Bowl. You know, all this and that talking all sorts of shit. So, you know, yeah, it's it's do or die time. Ziggler and McDaniels do the damn thing because uh, because, yeah, I mean, you know, because until then. 
I mean, we can not like the shit talking. Yeah. We can not, li- but what are we gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are we gonna do? You know. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. You know, you you're calling out the people at the top. Mark Davis has got a brand new fresh haircut. You know, right. we've got we've got a bunch of brand new fresh money uh, mm-hmm. in free agency now. So you know, it's time to go. Whatever you do, and I'm sure we'll keep continue talking about that more mm-hmm. as the show goes along. But whatever we do, let's spend that money wisely. Let's bulk up this freaking team, and let's let's go. Let's go. Like, like, you know, ruffle some feathers. Yes. Let's do something, Take man. Take care of business. Take care of business. Let's go hoist a Lombardi yeah. in our own house. Yeah, absolutely. You know, why well, not? Yeah, no misses. You don't, no misses. Absolutely. So, hey, so this is the point of the episode where we hit contact info. Yes. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> hey, Raider Nation. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Well, yeah. Try Facebook (laughs) at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The The Tiki 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 TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. <laughs> Good. Ooh, oh, that, that was, was pretty solid. solid. That was nice. That was pretty solid. solid. That was solid. That was solid. That was I like it. Job. I like yeah. efforts. Strong efforts. Um, all right. So I appreciate everybody that's joining us tonight in the chat room. Uh, let's see. ITK Raiders Snake. 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 K. Oh, something you, like that. Something Raider. like that. Snake. Mm-hmm. Snake. Ebony Grace, Lee B is in there. The Grumpy Raider fan is in there. Paul, uh, Stacy Wolf is in there. What's up, Stacy? Um, let's see who else we got. Um, Mr. Wilson is in there. John Ogle is in there. Purple and Gold Raider fan is in there. Uh, Robert Pena is in there. Bugsy Raider. So many of our good friends. B. Al is in there. We appreciate you very, very much for joining us live on this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. All right, so, so John, John Leon's in there. Yeah. Uh, he he asked the question in the chat. Would you uh, would you trade our second round pick for Justin Fields? So that's a question. So so I saw I saw on socials today that I guess I guess. Chicago was like flirting with the idea of getting rid of Fields. Really? You know, I, do you follow Adam Rank on Twitter? I, I know. Adam uh, Rank, NFL Network's uh, very own Adam Rank. He's a huge Bears fan. Oh, okay. And, and so he's kind of on the pulse of what the Bears are doing. And I, glossing through Twitter today, saw where he had wrote, Justin Fields is our quarterback. Oh, okay. So I don't, I don't know. That, that might be a little bit of fan yeah. speculation. But here's the thing, though. This time of year, everyone's open to everything. Like, you got, uh, you know, three-time MVP Aaron Rodgers maybe on the move, right? Which we're going to talk a lot of, in a little bit. 
no one is safe unless your name is Patrick Mahomes or mm-hmm. something right. that or Justin Herbert or whatever else. Other than that, like, you know, rookie deals are not expensive to get away from. And if, you know, they decide they're going to go in another direction, like, I don't know, sign Derek Carr, Mm. then maybe they would take a second for Justin Fields. And would that be a move for the Raiders? I don't know. I mean, be a pretty good way to get a top-notch prospect. I'd say he's still kind of a prospect at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, Well, he's the only player on that team, really, period. You know, yeah, that, they that, traded Roquan. They traded Roquan. They don't have their offensive line is about ten times worse than ours. You know that's why you see Justin Fields having to run 180 yards a right, game right, right. because mm-hmm. he has no one to pass it to and no time to literally do anything except snap the ball and start running. You know, so, so. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's I don't know. It's it sounds a little far fetched. I think at this point, but I think there are other options and, and things for the Raiders to do, especially with as much draft capital as we have. I don't think we really need to 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 to, to chase after a guy like that when there's plenty of good quarterbacks, at least that are on par at a minimum with right. with what Justin Fields is. Yeah, or, or I, in, I just assume get our own guy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so here's the top of the show. Uh, we don't do props, we don't do shoutouts. Nothing wrong with those things, but uh, you know, we like to give a little bit of respect. Murph, Swaggy J, Nation, it's time for a little respect. You know, respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. Making this possible. Oh my gosh. Oh my Shout gosh. Shout out the Roadcaster out. Pro too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out tech support. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, we appreciate, appreciate you guys. Uh, uh, yeah. Thank you for, just for being here. For humoring us while we do that stupid shit. While we do dumb shit on Oh, we're in our own little high-pitched world over here. Um, all right. So here at the top of the show, I want to give some respect to. Okay. To Derek Carr. All right. Let's now, do it. Uh, here's the thing, this Raider Nation. I declared and planted my flag, <laughs> all that stuff that I wasn't going to talk about him anymore. And and I think that in the spirit of that, um, with, I'm not going to talk about him in the context, per se, of the Raiders and the current state and all this craziness that's going on between Raider fans. Like, Oof. it's sure. literally the most polarizing mm-hmm topic i've ever in my 49 almost 50 years on the planet of being a raider fan have never seen anything that's polarizing before um and we've had some very divisive things about al and where the team's gonna play and like whatever there's been plenty of things this by far is hands down the biggest thing uh, that that's ever split our our fan base apart yeah all that said Regardless, and you've heard us with our takes, and I'll just own mine. I've been the biggest Derek Carr apologist and fan at times, and I've been his biggest critic and detractor at times. Sure. I think that in fandom, 
you can flow between those two states. I don't think that it's, well, today I'm this, and so that means that tomorrow I have to be that too. No, it, it, it's, I think there's a fairness in a gray area in the things that we support and the opinions that we have, okay? Because my opinion might be great when, I don't know, we go into Baltimore and win a close game on the East Coast. My opinion could be one thing, or lack of red zone productivity can lead to another opinion, okay? So, like, I think it's okay for us to flow between different states in this. So that said, I want to give him respect because the guy flew our banner for nine years, and no one flew it prouder than Derek Carr, and for that, I got to have respect. The guy was a Raider through and through. He was fully bought in, regardless of the ownership, regardless of the front office, regardless of his coach, regardless of his coordinators, regardless of his teammates. He was always 100% bought in to being the best Raider he possibly could be. Now, that didn't dictate the results that we would all like to have seen at times, and that's unfortunate because for him because the NFL is the ultimate meritocracy. But I will give him credit for that. I will give him credit for his dedication and for his loyalty. That said, last night, Miss Valerie and I were talking, because it was Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, baby. We're you were talking. talking. We, <laughs> for a little while. We talk a little on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Hey-oh. Hey. <laughs> So we were talking about the things in relationship that are most important to us. And a few things came up, kindness, loyalty, honesty, right? Like, and that really goes with any relationship, but especially a romantic or relationship. Sure. You got to have those three things in place. They're, they're huge. And standing out of those three things for me is loyalty. Mm. I'm a big loyalty guy. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather, I'd rather you fib, tell me a fib than cheat. Mm. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Like I, there are loyalties massive. And I've seen this word used a lot in the context of Derek Carr and the Raiders, that how loyal he was to them and they weren't back. So here's what I would tell you to those of you that have that opinion. And even I would say this to Derek, if he would unblock me on Twitter and (laughs) never want to hear this. Loyalty in business is misplaced. (laughs) When it comes to business and the meritocracy of the NFL, loyalty is not a thing. And I think that unfortunately for him, he mistook his loyalty for value. Your value is only your results. And in the NFL, you are judged by your wins and losses. You are judged by your wins and losses in the most critical of times. There's a reason no one talks about Jim Kelly being one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. That guy went to four straight Super Bowls. Why? Because he lost them. Nobody talks about Fran Tarkington going to three Super Bowls in four years. Why? Because he lost the Super Bowls. But Montana is better than Marino because Marino or because Montana won four Super Bowls. That's the criteria in which they are judged as quarterbacks. And so the Raiders judged what he was doing and chose to make a change. That doesn't negate nor violate the loyalty and the pride in which he wore his silver and black. So I think those are important things to consider. When it comes to your job, you are numbers on a spreadsheet. Jeff and I say this all the time. You know, you can kill yourself for a job that would replace you tomorrow if you died today. That's the the reality of business. It ain't show friends, it's show business. So I will say this, that like there are, I think there are two paths to this stuff. 
I think there are two different ways to look at it. I think there's a healthy way to look at it. And I think there's a way to get in your feelings about things. And when it comes to business, there is no room for your feelings. So, but that said, I appreciate, I respect, and I'm very thankful for what Derek Carr did while at the time he was in silver and black, despite the lack of results, I can still respect what the man's energy and intention was behind being a Raider. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. I mean, you got to give, you got to give the man respect. Like you said, you know, he, he was our constant, right. For nine Mm -hmm. years in the middle of absolute chaos. He was, he was our safe spot, Mm -hmm. you know? And I, and I think that that's what a lot of folks really hold on to is that before he came, it was bananas. And, you know, and he was just kind of that, like, well, at least we know what we're going to get out of this guy. And so, you know, so now that he's gone, a lot of people are like, well, you know, well, you know, he was our savior. You know, why is the team just, you know, because maybe the team's trying to move in another direction, you know, just like a business, you know, the business model for the last nine years, although we've known exactly what it was going to be, you know, it's not working anymore. You know, it, it just got stale. You know, we saw the best of what he had and it just wasn't where the team wanted to go anymore. You know, I mean, you know, mediocrity is, you know, fine for some people, but like maybe the team's ready to step up and, you know, build a fan base in Las Vegas that wants to go see a winning product on the field. And whether it be good or worse or anything, whoever you bring in, it's just different. You know, let's build this Las Vegas Raiders dynasty and build and, you know, paint our own lines on our own roads and stuff like that and just try something different. So, you know, you respect Derek and I respect the hell out of him because statistically he's the best to ever wear silver and black as far as quarterback goes in most categories in you know, and longevity will get you that. I was going to say having longe- nine years will certainly get Ab- you. That. Absolutely. And props to him for even sure. despite the times that he got hurt, he still was on the field. Right. Like sure. there's a reason yes. Brett Favre has all that, those, mm-hmm. those numbers because he was constantly on the field. He never took, he took off for injury, but yeah, yeah. A- absolutely. So, you know, so yes, he leads all those things and, you know, and that's fantastic and wonderful, you know, but some of the stats that, you know, I would encourage folks that are so ride or die on Derek Carr to look at and, you know, yes, he is statistically the best quarterback that's ever worn silver and black as far as passing yards, touchdowns, blah, 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 blah. The list goes on and on. But you look at some of the Raider quarterback greats, and I, this is still respect, kind of, but uh, but in Raider greats, Daryl LaMonica had a .774 win percentage oh, in his geez. career. And he and it was longevity, too. Stabler, 713%. Uh, Plunkett, 6.614. Gannon, .608. Mark Wilson, .604. Jeff Hostetler, 0.600. Uh, Jay Schrader, 0.547. Tom Flores, who had a losing record, 0.488 as a quarterback. All higher than Derek Carr's win percentage at 0.444. Derek Carr also has 80 80 fumbles in his career. And Derek Carr, since he came into the league in 2014, leads the league with 14 red zone interceptions. So, you know, I mean, especially when you talk about this year, the 2022 season, you know, that we were in all, all but two games, really, you know, that the New Orleans game and the last game against the Chiefs, you know, yeah. we were in the ball game every single game. So, you know, you throw a couple less interceptions and our record looks totally different. And his number, that 0.444 looks way different, mm-hmm. too. So, you know, 
I respect you, Derek. And, you know, and when you hang it up or whatever, we'll come and let you light the torch or whatever, whatever. But until then, you know, we respect you and don't let the door hit me in the ass on the way out. <laughs> so, M- Michelle, one thing I want to say to response to that is that, like, you know, the, um, well, yeah, Derek Carr has a low winning percentage. And the, the automatic response by his supporters is, well, yeah, because he never had a defense. Yeah. And not that long ago, on this show, I ran down all the different rankings of all the different defenses for the Raiders since Derek Carr's tenure. And when you look at those quarterbacks that had those very positive winning percentages, the Raiders had a dominant defense in the in the AFL for Daryl LaMonica. We had a dominant defense for Kenny Stabler in the 70s. We even had a really good defense for Jay Schrader and freaking Jeff Hostetler when mm-hmm. Howie, guys like Howie Long and Greg Townsend and Elvis Patterson and Eddie Anderson and those guys were running around. Like we had Jerry Robinson. I mean, like we've had some really good defensive players and Derek has never had that. Here's again where I say to you, Raider Nation, two things can be true at the same time. Yes, the Raiders would have a better record if they had a better defense. But also, they would have a better record if we didn't have the red zone turnover. So Mm -hmm. we can hold him still accountable for his part in it and still hold the defense accountable for their part. One does not absolve the other. They're all true at the same time. So... I think that that's an important thing for us to do, right, Michelle? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, it's that whole complimentary football thing. I mean, it's you have you, you. I mean, don't necessarily have to have one with the without the other, but your odds are a whole of a hell lot better in your favor if you do have both. I think too, like thinking about like loyalty and big props to him for hanging in there nine years, but he also got some. And paydays, you know, like I don't know million how loyal dollars, yeah. is somebody if you're not getting paid. Like if he wasn't getting those paydays, is he still as loyal as he was? You know, I mean, so it's hard to put loyal and pay big paydays in the same. It's just hard to talk about that in the same. I think something too that is forgotten is nine years. Like there's a significant portion of Raider Nation who grew up with this guy being their only oh, like, yeah, you know, like age wise. Sure. Because I and 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 yeah, I mean, you can look back at quarterbacks that you know we had, but I'm not old enough even to remember a lot of, you know, the heydays. Um, I can look back. Michelle just called me old. (laughs) You are. (laughs) Shut up, Jeff. (laughs) But a lot of people, like, that was, like, their connection to the Raiders. And, I mean, also, you know, you him being what appears to be a really solid guy, then, you know, that you latch onto that as well. So um, big props to Derek, though. I mean, he did pull through, pull us through a lot of games and, you know, with the fourth quarter, com- you know, the comebacks and all the things. Yeah. And so, yeah, big send off. But also what I'm excited about what's next. So shout out to Derek. Bye. There Absolutely. you go. Hey, so before we move on from <laughs> okay, this, right. uh, just real quick, let's go around the room. I want to hear your favorite Derek Carr memory. Wow. It's been nine years. Oh, oh I have. Let's okay. pinpoint pin pin point one. The timeout in the uh, the Chargers uh, game. Uh, like that. And I was at that game. So that was like, that was such an incredible feeling. And like getting to like see that on, it was in the papers in LA. Like it was, yeah. you know, like it was just a really cool, it was really cool to see that. Yeah. yeah so that, absolutely. And, and I guess that's an easy one because it's, it's really, no, but you saw but a little, little attitude really, from yes, him and all yeah, that little yeah, smirk on his face yeah, and all that. Yeah, no, that, yeah. was, so that, that was good. That, that's the one. That was good. 
Yeah. All right. So for me, uh, it's from the same game. So okay. it's from the same game. So it's after the game is over, right? So the game has ended. He's done his post-game thing with ESPN or whoever it was. He gets the game ball that has all these stats on it for his season or, you know, whatever, whatever. And the Raiders released this video. And uh, it's him walking back towards the locker room. And he's got this ball with all these stats on it and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And he's been getting a lot of shit all over mm -hmm. the place, you know, talking about, oh, all he cares about is stats, stats, stats. And, you know, his big thing last year was stats don't matter. Mm -hmm. Stats don't matter. Stats don't matter. So he looks at that ball, he double takes it, and he chucks it into the fan and into the stands at Allegiant Stadium. And just the celebration that he had walking off that field, I mean, just, I mean, he's got his big old mop of hair coming out of his hat. <laughs> And stuff, and he's cheering and all this stuff. I actually have a framed picture in my fan cave upstairs, and so it's a it's a view from Derek from behind, and he's right here, and then like on like your first like right above the first level of of seats or whatever, you know, it's like the ticker or whatever that yeah, comes across yeah, yeah. or whatever, and it says it has the Raider logo and it says playoff bound. Oh wow! Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, and cool. like, and there's you know confetti and all this stuff, and he's doing that, and like it's such an iconic photo and an oh, iconic yeah. moment, like. Uh, that's the Derek that I want to yeah, remember. There yeah. you go, right on. Well, yeah, I've like got that. I've got two, um, if, if if that's okay. Um, sure. So, yes. I, <laughs> I mean, it's your show. You, <laughs> you can give us twenty if you want. <laughs> so, the, you know, the 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 first one that pops into my head is on the field, and it's um, you know he was over against the Chiefs, mm. and uh, you know, and it looks and it wasn't a great season for us, uh, but we're in our AFL uniforms. It's in Oakland. It's under the lights. Uh, and Derek Carr is, is running against his throwing angle and hits Michael Crabtree in the front corner of the end zone for the fifth touchdown yeah. <laughs> to win the game. And um, and just that was an exciting freaking game. And that was an exciting time. And I've, I've said it a million times. Like, you can't go out in your backyard right now and move the way he was moving and hit a fence post, let alone a moving Michael Crabtree in the front corner of the end zone. So, like, that on the field, I think I demonstrated his arm talent, his, his, his mobility, like, his accuracy. Like, it was just... It was a very impressive play. And there's been other ones, too. Crabtree in the back of the end zone against Baltimore is one. Um, T.Y. Hilton in the end zone in the Pro Bowl game. Like, he's had some some pretty pretty good throws. But I think if I had to really pick a moment, for me, it's it really happened in the locker room. And we don't talk about it a lot because he broke his leg. Uh, we talk about when he broke his back. But what about when he blew up his damn pinky? Oh, oof. Like, like snap the Rodney Hudson snaps up the ball into his pinky and destroys his freaking knuckle. Derek Carr goes running back into the locker room, takes a shot. They wrap it. They do whatever they're doing. And he comes back out and finishes the game and wins. And it was like, holy crap. Like that dude was like, and I know it's just a pinky finger, but you try throwing a football uh, with your pinky yeah. finger blown up. Like that was, an, that was like a, a demonstration of his toughness and his, I, I thought that was awesome. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, like that was an incredible moment for him. And, uh, you know, and that was like, that was like, to me, that was like peak Derek Carr. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like during those times, during sure. those like, yeah. like 14 to 17, like in there, that was like peak Derek Carr. And then for whatever reason, it's, it's done what it's done. But, uh, yeah. yeah, well, you know, but, and that's, and that's, and that's the thing with, with, with a lot of folks, you know, especially these in-betweeners that, you know, we, we, 
you know, we call them in-betweeners, but they're the real Raider fans that care more about this than any player that's on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that's what's so frustrating to all of us, right? Nah. Is we see those flashes of greatness. We see what he can be, you know, hitting, hitting Crabtree in the corner of the end zone like that. I mean, that was freaking elite. I mean, some of those other pass, I mean, the pass that he threw to Renfro in his last game as a Raider for that touchdown that he threw, like the accuracy and precision that he hit him, like, I mean, like, if it was a split second later or to the left or right, it's either incomplete or intercepted. But, like, he did that. And so... The like, one we saw him throw to Renfro the in the Lions th- game in, in the Oakland. Lions game. Yeah, my first Raider game that I ever went to and stuff. Yeah, you see him do something like that, and it's just like, wow, like, this dude's something special, man. But then you don't see it again for weeks sometimes. Right. And it's just like... Why why can't you do that all the damn time, man? Like, because that's what it takes to be an elite quarterback. You got to do that shit week in and week out. And, you know, when you see it a couple times a year, like, it's really fun to watch and it's really fun to see. But you just don't get to see it very often. And so, you know, so that's, you know, yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. Let's go ahead and hit a break. Let's move on to some pendejos. Oh, shout out to Supers. We've had a couple. Hi. This is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. All right, I got the first one here. It's Omar in there with a $5 donation. Hey, thank you, Omar. Appreciate that, Omar. He says, uh, do you think Jalen Carter falls to us? Also, I'm hoping we don't trade the farm for A-Rod. Uh, there, listen, there's there's been plenty of drafts where we've seen runs on quarterbacks, and if there's runs on quarterbacks, we would definitely see Jalen Carter fall us. And that to me is like, that's ideal. Like that's, we want the sure. big man in the middle like that. And he's I'll talk about elite. Like he's like Jeffrey Simmons out there. Oh. Like he's going to be a stud, man. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm going to root for that one. And then Miss Ebony's got it. Yeah. So Miss Emily, uh, Miss Ebony, a $10 donation to the one nation foundation. Thank you very much. Said her favorite memory is the anti-villain look on the bench. Oh, Oh, yeah, that, that was a good was, one. Yeah, that, that was a, a good solid one, one man. Yeah. That'll be that'll be in meme history forever, right? Absolutely, yeah. will. You know, yeah, absolutely. All right, good stuff there. A lot so, of people said that Rihanna was doing the was doing oh, the the Derek Carr look in the Super Bowl halftime show. She oh, like yeah. looks at the camera like all Derek Carr like. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. And a lot of people said I heard him say that she was doing the Oakland thing. Oh, she wasn't. She's no, doing she the wasn't. diamond yeah, cutter. She's doing the yeah. She's like doing more oh, diamond. Some people were saying she was doing the Illuminati thing. Well, yeah, that's what it all is, man. Pendejo 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 All right, so here at Raiders Fan Radio, you know, look at every <laughs> You can't do one without doing the other. That's We're it. not sick. Right. We don't we don't deal in absolute. So if there's if we celebrate something in respect, we gotta call out the pendejos and we gotta call out the idiocy, which there's plenty of that on Twitter. Oh, go figure. I, I, yeah, what? I don't know if you guys heard. I don't believe it. Oh my gosh, I heard about it because I got I got I was oh, you like, got wrecked on Twitter. I got I, yeah, I was under fire a little bit you last were, week on Twitter. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yes. First time ever people have like taken runs at me. Oh, wow. yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. I've made it. You've arrived. I've arrived. I am <laughs> wow, here. Oh, good job. You know, and if anything, it was it was an opportunity for my best friend Murph over there to like show his allegiance to me. Because oh. like my you know, I, I stayed away from it. I, I was because I had like a hundred different responses oh. or whatever, but I'm like, I ain't gonna get in a Twitter yeah. argument with some jackass. I will, but Murphy. <laughs> but, but my buddy's like, hey, quit messing with my dude. That's like, right. this is my guy. Like, yeah. leave him alone. And you, and that's, and you were, you were, got dubbed uh, or deemed, yeah, my little partner. 
Oh, oh yes, yeah. Wow. He's my little partner. I've been, I've been called buddy. worse. But I've been called worse by better. You know, <laughs> my little partner. You have to text me next time. I'll come in and, and but I don't get on Twitter enough to to notice. You gotta let me oh, know. Okay, I'll come, yeah, I'll come in fire, and I'm not. Get help Michelle. me, Michelle. I will. I will. <laughs> I will. Just gotta tell me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so so on Twitter, um, this guy, uh, the QB University. Okay. Okay. That's his name. It's his Twitter name. It's QB, okay. uni- QB underscore university. Okay. Is he trying to steal followers from the QB school? I think so. It's, okay. Uh, and yeah, and he's got, yeah, he's doing his, doing his thing and whatever. Do you do your thing? But when you come up with takes like this, uh, I'm going to, people are going to respond, including me. He says the cap is a myth. Oh, because I put out this thing about how, um, you know, the chargers, are now looking at cutting Keenan Allen. They're mm. looking at cutting Everett. They're looking at moving on from a lot of guys because they got to pay Justin Herbert. And he's looking for like $50 million a year. Oh, yeah. Oof. It's going to be expensive to keep, keep Herbert. So they got to start now making room. And I made a comment about like how their windows closed, get ready for, to see this team get gutted. They're going to be all, you know, quarterback and nothing else, all other Seahawks, right? Or whatever. Um, Previously, before Mr. Letter, I got let go. Um, so he writes this back. Cap is a myth. Myth. Cap is a myth. Their window is wide open. Them taking over the West was likely a year early prediction last year. Las Vegas still has no quarterback. That's going to keep them below 500. Denver just keeps trading equity and trying to mismatch fits. I don't think it works. KC's last hooray. So this is Charger guy. Uh, calling out the chart. Apparently you haven't been paying attention for the last 20 years of your football team and recognize the idea that they are the most overhyped every single freaking off season. It is a slam dunk at this point. Now, everyone in our division has three super bowls. Yes. We gave you 40 years to catch up and congratulations. Chiefs. You finally caught us, but right now everyone's got three. We got three. Denver's got three. The freaking chiefs got three. The chargers have none. You have never won a super bowl. You went to one and got waxed by the freaking Niners. You lose. You get nothing. nothing. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. Good day. Stan Humphreys. Like, I mean, they got Steve young through for five touchdowns against your stupid ass team. Anyways, I so I, I I quote tweeted it and I wrote this. I would like to submit this to the NFL Twitter Academy for the worst take of 2023. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it will hold up by year end. Thank you. Hashtag Raider Nation. And Paul wrote back, Sea of Pendejos. And so uh, there you go, Paul. There you go. There you go. And so the funny part. This guy then proceeds to engage in arguments oh. with 45 people huh? on Twitter on and on and on. I made one response to him and basically the idea of like, you know, aren't you tired of having the same take every year and being wrong? And he wrote, let's bet 10 grand on it. And with some weird flex sent me a picture of his computer screen with almost a million dollars in a PayPal account. (laughs) Wow. I'm like, really bro? Like, that's what we're doing. I'm like, no, thank you. But here's a link to our nonprofit, and I would yeah. encourage you to make a donation. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh my gosh. How embarrassing. Oh, wow. Embarrassing. Donate some of that money to the Chargers to maybe get them out of trouble. Right? Oh my gosh. All right. Yeah, so they gotta pay Justin Herbert all that money just to just to, you know, you know. Just to win six games. Just to win, yeah, just to just to barely miss the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So and I've got a little bit, I got a I've got a, a tag for you here. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna a call it a tag. Pentejo tag. I can't stand Patrick Mahomes. 
I can't stand Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I understand and respect what Andy Reid has done in his career. Don't like it because he's doing it in, you know, Ronald McDonald outfits. But, okay, but I get it. All right, so, but there are a lot of people on that Chiefs team. I can't stand Juju Smith-Schuster. He's an obnoxious ass. Like, there's so many Chiefs that I can't stand. That said, here's what we're dealing with, and here's the reason that the Raiders have moved on to Patrick Mahomes and his, or Raiders have moved on from Derek Carr, is because we have this pendejo, Patrick Mahomes, in our division. And now at this point in his career. Oh. You ready for this? This is what we're contending with, Raider Nation. This is the bar for us. So unless we start taking big swings and we just keep doing what we've always done and we're going to get what we've always got, this is why we have to take big swings. And after I read this, Jeff, take us to a break and then let's jump into some some news. Patrick Mahomes now, two-time NFL MVP, has gone to five AFC title games all at home, has had three Super Bowl appearances. He's a two-time Super Bowl MVP winner. He's been to three All-Pros. He's got five Pro Bowls. He's a two-time passing touchdowns leader and has an NFL record 5,614 yards in a single season. And now he's got two Lombardi championships to go along with it. That's the bar. That's what we're striving for. I'm a proponent of the Raiders swing for the goddamn fences on every single decision. I don't care if you whiff Reggie Jackson style and spin yourself into the ground. There might be a game in the World Series where you hit four home runs. That's what the Raiders have to do because this is now what we're going to have to deal with. And we're going to talk about the contract thing because a lot of people are like, oh, the Chiefs are going to go down because of their contracts. Wait till we get to some of this stuff here coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down and Max Crosby who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. Claybomb with NFL Network here. Hey folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. All right, appreciate everybody's in the chat room tonight. Our buddy Mojo in there with a 1999 Mojo. donation. Appreciate you, uh, Mojo. Uh, 100% of that money will go to our nonprofit, the, uh, what is it called? The One Nation Foundation. <laughs> we appreciate you, Mojo. He says good riddance. Uh, yeah, and that's a that's a that's uh, definitely a feeling of a lot of Raider fans right now. Uh, and it's hard to, you know, yeah. Yeah, anyway, well, we've hit it enough. All right, um, Raider Dang Vader is also in there. Ebony Graves is in there. Paul is in there. Uh, Raider Snake is in there. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Raider Nation Jason is in there. Uh, that's a new name. Appreciate name. you. Uh, Wyoming Raider is in there. Grumpy Raider fan. Jay Ray is in there. Alonzo is in there. Cool Kev is in there. Hooligan Nation is in there. Uh, BDQ 1975. Foxy Scorpio. Ron the Mater Raider. Raider Gears and Threads. That's our buddy. Uh, Jay is in there. LA Rams is in there. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, just stopping by. <laughs> Hello, LA Rams. You know, we uh, we occasionally we do get uh, 
fans of other teams that'll drop into our chat. And the only thing that we say is just, uh, you know, keep it nice and you can come out and, and, and hang out. Uh, and so we appreciate you checking out the show. Raider Kojo is in there. He says, salute. We appreciate you, Raider Kojo. Matthew Mangus, Anthony Hernandez is in there. Appreciate him. Appreciate Frankie Mosqueda. Volker Ball is in there. My gosh, we got so many good folks uh, in the chat room tonight. And we appreciate you all very, very much. All right, so let's talk about some news. Man, I've got certain information, all right? Certain things have come to light and... You know, uh, you know, given the nature of all this new shit, you know, it, it, this could be a, a, a lot more uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Oh, I'll tell you what I'm blathering about. I've got information, man. New shit has come to light. All right, I don't know if you guys have heard, but uh, we have a quarterback situation. We have it, to, yeah. It, it, oh, do yeah, we? Yeah, bit, yeah. yeah. So the guy that, that used to play quarterback is no longer playing quarterback. And uh, so we, now we got to figure out what we're going to do uh, at quarterback. So we're going to start off. I, I apologize for the dopey delivery on this guy's behalf because <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever watched TMZ videos when people are getting interviewed. <laughs> They're the, the 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 camera people are the most obnoxious, like cheesy, like I don't know. It's really lame the way that they like they're trying to be nice, but they really don't know what they're talking about. Like it's just like, anyways. But there's some good information that came out of this, and then so TMZ catches up with with Darren Waller. Okay, at like a clearly some kind of function. It's really busy. You can tell there's a, like a party thing going on. Um, and again, the, I apologize for the dopiness of the presentation, but the, oh, there's a, some good tidbits of information in here that I like. I love it when we get insights to what's going on inside the walls of Henderson. I love hearing that stuff. Love hearing about what's going on in the minds inside of players because, look, we can feel however we want as Raider fans, as Raider players, they're moving on already. Yeah. They're already on to the next phase, and you're going to hear that from not only Waller, but coming up from from a couple other guys as well but anyways let's go and check in here let's check in with darren wallers he talks about the quarterback situation talks about las vegas and, and numerous topics here hi man aaron Rodgers. what's it going to take to get him to the raiders i don't know the logistics but if he comes i'd be a happy camper yeah you would be right yeah. so so aaron Rodgers, what are you going to tell him to come like i know Devontae adams you know recruiting him fresno fresno right. state i'm right. in fresno right now right so that you know what i mean that'd be great that'd yeah. be great I mean, you got the top rusher in the league, Josh Jacobs. Um, Best tight end in the league. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You got Max Crosby. We got a bunch of dudes that can get it done. And if you come, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be lit. That's Las Vegas, too. I mean, it's better than Green Bay. Uh, I mean, yeah, in most cases. <laughs> There's more sure. things to do in Las Vegas, I'm sure, than Green Bay, right? Sure. What do you do when you go to Green Bay? You just sit in your hotel room? Uh, yeah, we went, we played there once. I sat in my hotel room and went to the game and got on the airport and came back home. You didn't, like, you didn't do go out at all? Where do you go eat at, at Green Bay? I door dash or just go eat, eat with a team guy. <laughs> really? Yeah. One last question, man. Do you guys have a, do you guys have an advantage of playing in Las Vegas? Because like, do you guys all go out? Like, other teams come in and you know they go out to parties and stuff like that. Are they more? You um, understand what I'm saying? I don't like, really know if a lot of teams. I know the Saints played a couple years ago. They stayed at the win. Yeah. And we won, but a lot of teams they'll stay in like Lake Las Vegas or they'll stay in the Marriott in Summerlin. Right. So I don't think a bunch of teams are doing the strip anymore. Derek Carr's out off the team. You know what I mean? What, what, do you, what do you think about the whole situation? Um, do you have any like comments on it? Uh, I mean, it's tough. You know, that's a dude that's uh, became one of my friends. You know, he's done a lot of good things. Best quarterback in the history of the franchise. So right. it's tough to see him go. Uh, 
But I feel like he's got a lot of good things ahead of him, a lot of good days of football left. Right, right, right. Um, so I believe in him. I think he's going to do it. So was it like a team thing where you guys were like, man, we can't we can't lose Derek? Or was it just like, hey, we gotta, it is what it is, business decision? Um, it's a situation that you got to accept that the team made during the season. you got to do your best to move forward and support people that are in place and, uh, and move forward like that, what, uh, even if it's tough. What's a good location he can go to? Any team that you would think that he can thrive in? Uh, I mean, I should say the Saints make sense, the Jets make sense, the Colts make sense. Uh, those are three off the top of my head. But he's going to be a starter, right? Absolutely. He's going to be a starter, right? All right. All right, man. Thanks so much. All right, gosh, that guy's such a all dork. over the place. Yeah, was, yeah. Guy's such a dork. Yeah, but uh, but I, I think the, there's a couple things I take away in there. It was very interesting his comments about other teams and where they stay, mm-hmm. because we've heard a lot about that about like you know about Vegas being a distraction and all that kind of stuff. That was very interesting. Um, but the, the biggest thing I heard from there is that yes, he would clearly endorse Aaron Rodgers being there, which is good. Um, but then also like he's he's moving on, Jeff. Right? He's at the next phase. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, what else can you do? You know, I mean, of course, you know, off the field, they're friends and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, they want to win football games, right? right? You know, yes, they're there for the money, just like any of us are for a job. We're, you know, we're not doing that for hobbies. You know, I don't sell tires because I, <laughs> you know, I'm passionate about tires. I can feed my family, you know, and I can put a roof over their head. So, you know, but if you can excel in your job, that's, you know, that's, Top notch, yeah. you know. I mean, I'd love to work with you in the same job, but you know, but if you were doing a bad job and they bring someone else in that'll help me more, deal. You know, yeah, Jeff, and you I'll, sell me out that fast. <laughs> well, <laughs> we can still hang out in, on afternoons and weekends, man. Money talks. Money I'm, talks. I'm not hanging out with your ass anymore. I'm gonna hang out with Michelle. Well, good. Well, good. Y'all do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. No, I I agree. It's they're professionals. There and, and I, you know, what do you say when someone asks you those questions? You don't say, Yeah, man, I'm glad we got rid of that dude. He never threw me the ball, you know. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll come later, you know, when they write their books or whatever. The 30 for 30. But, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're professionals. They know what it takes to win games and they want the best of the best in there. I mean, that's the bottom line. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and you know, and I think too, you know, I think. The players, the players love Derek, and that's clear to see. Mm-hmm. You know, ask any player that played with Derek. I'm sure everyone would say we love the guy. He's a great guy, top notch, whatever, whatever. But it was really interesting. Did you see the little uh, thing where Waller was on with uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp for the Super Bowl? Oh yeah, did you yeah, see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. They, they said, you know, Travis Kelsey's in the Super Bowl. You know, a lot of people put you kind of in that same category. What will you know jump you to that next level to be that Travis Kelsey esque player? And Shannon Sharp leans over and goes, quarterback, quarterback. (laughs) And like, he didn't have anything to say, but like laughing or whatever. So I mean, like, you know, yeah, they love that. But they also kind of, they know that, you know, there's room for improvement, you know? Yeah, and Shannon Sharp would know. I mean, we hate him because he was a raven and a donkey, Mm -hmm. but, you know, he was an elite tight end, man. So he he certainly knows. Um, All right. So next up, so speaking of guys that uh, are endorsing the next phase of the Raiders, uh, let's check in with Devontae Adams as he was interviewed by Cam Wolf on NFL Network uh, there at the Pro Bowl. And this is interesting because at one point during this interview, like Derek walks by and kind of gives him a little hug from behind and they kind of give like a what's up and stuff. But like this is like within earshot of Derek. So this is this is pretty interesting. Devontae, congrats for another Pro Bowl bid. What was it like for you here in Vegas playing a different style of, uh, of the Pro Bowl this year? 
It was fun. It, you know, the game, I think the game was the most fun. It was a little bit more competitive than the, the tackle games were. Or to use, I use that, that phrase very loosely when I'm tackling, but <laughs> it's cool. It's more, it's more good just to get out here and interact with the fans, see a lot of guys that you usually got your game face on when you're talking to them. Now you can kind of, you know, put that, put that guard down, put that, put that wall down a little bit and interact with them. And, and, uh, and that's, that's the most fun part for me. Absolutely. This week has been, really this month has been interesting for the Raiders, yeah. right? Your good friend, Derek Carr, made it clear he wants out, and that's the next step, right? How have you handled it from your side, knowing that that's the reason you came here? Uh, I mean, it's just understanding it's part of the game. You know, I don't have full control, but I do have some, so I control the things I can and the things that I can't. I just, you know, let, let other people deal with those. And, uh, you know, it's not going to stop us from being really good friends at the end of the day, still be able to mingle and see him whenever I want to, basically. So see? Um, it's not the end at the end of the day. Maybe he won't be my quarterback, but um, still one of my good friends for life, regardless. Absolutely. We can't help to notice you had some fun on social media, yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about Aaron Rodgers can move into your neighborhood. Have you started recruiting Aaron Rodgers to be the new Raiders uh, quarterback? Duh. <laughs> why, why, would, why would anybody not do that? I mean, 100%. That's my guy, obviously, and wishful thinking, but we'll see what happens. What's your best recruiting pitch? Uh, that I'm here. <laughs> Let's That's go. Great. That's great. I think Pre it's a pretty good one. Pretty great one. Yeah. Appreciate you, Devontae. Thanks, Thanks for your bro, time, man. Appreciate Congrats on another Pro Bowl bit. Thank you, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, there we go. Good stuff there from Devontae Adams, man. I love it. You know, my, my favorite thing about that is in the very beginning, he says, I don't have a full say in this, but I have some say. Yeah. I love that, that he's being consulted by the Raiders. And I've, and I've thought that a long time. But when it comes to superstar players, I think it's important to consult them about who they want to be playing with. And not that they can dictate it. It's right. not like a LeBron situation where he gets to the de facto GM. But I think that when you have a superstar player on your team, it's important to let them know that they have a voice in it. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Yes. totally. Well, you know, you look at, you look at stuff like that. So, you know, so when, when the draft stuff first started coming out or whatever, and see there were number seven, and I saw a bunch of people put uh CJ Stroud as the guy we were going to get at seven overall. And I'm, t I'm, I've just got this weird thing about Ohio State quarterbacks. Too, you know, I don't like it. But Devontae Adams endorses this guy. He likes this guy, likes the way he plays. So I'm like, okay, well, if Devontae likes it, then, you know, <laughs> then, okay, then, I'll, then yeah. I'll like it too. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right. So, uh, and see what he said about we're friends no matter what? Yeah, but. He said it. In I a wasn't nice making a run at you. Well, you You're my buddy, room. man. That's the chat You're room. my ride or die for life. That's the chat room. That was that was aggressive, Jeff. Okay, chat room. Chill oh, out. Geez. Sober Jeff is mean to me. Um, <laughs> all right. I've had a couple of your damn white claws. Shut up. <laughs> I'm about four more and lighten the hell up. Jeez. All right. Next up, let's go. Let's. Uh, if it's not C.J. Stroud or somebody else that we that we pull in the draft. Look, the talk is Aaron Rodgers. I know some of you are in there in the chat room being like, no more Aaron Rodgers talk. Look, it's this is about as relevant of a Raider story as you can get. And uh, and and you know, don't trust my opinion on it. Trust Aaron and uh in this case the Pat McAfee show and Pat McAfee, because look, it's it's a very relevant topic right now. And uh Aaron plays it down a little bit, but look, all kind of signs are pointing to this direction that it's a very much a possibility, at least. You also got a chance to hear from a lot of Raiders fans, huh? Every other clip I seen on the internet was you chatting with the Raiders. Is Devontae going to buy you a house in the neighborhood? Devontae's Ooh. getting interviewed by Cameron Wolf. Are you already recruiting? Devontae said, shit, f yeah. Everybody <laughs> should be recruiting right now. What was it like to experience right in the teeth of Raiders fans and also hearing, like, how almost 
in unison, it's all like, yes, we want you in Las Vegas. I was out there for the Pro Bowl in Las Vegas. All the Raiders people that were there were like, hey, Aaron would be a fucking awesome Raider. I don't know how often you get to feel that as a man that's never been a free agent. That had to be a pretty cool experience. And did that sway your brain at all whenever it comes to what your future of football looks like? Well, I'm not a free agent. I'm under contract with the Packers, number one. People forget that. People forget that. gets lost in the conversation a lot. In years past, uh, there's been a, a couple years where we got ousted by the Niners in the playoffs, and I went and played at Pebble. And those years, very razzing, I would say, from the crowd. A lot of uh, uh, Niner yells and, and uh, other various uh, well-timed trash talk. Uh, this year was a lot more positive. I think the, the sentiment was uh, very positive. People wanted me to, you know, get traded to their team and the Raiders fans were probably the most vocal and, and, uh, and the most numerous. Uh, but it was a lot of positive interactions with the crowd and, and the fans. All right, there you go. So, you know, he, he heard it and he was playing with the crowd a little bit whenever somebody would be like Raiders and he'd be like, you know, pointing at him and stuff. So like, I think there's a very real possibility there in Rogers. And listen, he's a Super Bowl winning uh, quarterback, three time NFL MVP, Arguably the greatest arm talent, not quarterback, but arguably the greatest arm talent we've seen in recent history. How could you not want to see that be the guy to come in? Yes, he's 39 years old, but he's only got a a few years left on his contract. And the contract is very doable. And this is where the last thing I want to get into is these, these contracts, because we as fans can talk about player movement. Like it's like, it's free. Like people can just like freely go however they want. But you heard him say there, like I'm currently under contract with the Packers. So it's, it takes some reworking, it takes, takes some finagling uh, in order to get Aaron Rodgers out of Green Bay, and at what cost is that to the Raiders? Now, you know, a lot of people are saying, like, well, there's so much, you want to give away all of our draft capital. Well, we've got a lot of draft capital. We can afford to, to part with some of it. If you take a quarterback the caliber of Derek Carr, was his draft capital was worth a third-round pick. So how much more of that is it going to take to get Aaron Rodgers? Is it going to be two firsts? No, it's not going to be. Is it going to be a first and a second? Maybe. Is it going to be a you know, or just one first and Darren Waller or whatever? Like those are the kind of things that that the Raiders are going to have to look at. And his contract is very tradable for the Raiders. Now on Green Bay's side, they're going to take a hit. They're going to take all that dead cat money hit that we talk about a lot. And so, <laughs> but here's what's interesting, and this is something that I that I learned in going over the contracts. I looked at. I looked at Mahomes because Mahomes is the hot topic right now because he's got this big cap number coming up. And, you know, the, how are the Chiefs going to be able to retain anybody with this big giant cap number? I'm getting ready to tell you. It's the same way that the Packers structured Aaron Rodgers, and it's the complete opposite for the way that the Raiders structured Derek Carr. So let's start with Derek. So we all know the reason that they moved on from him is that he had $32 million in guaranteed money for this year and then $7 million from next year that were going to become guaranteed, equaling about $40 million bucks and the Raiders chose to move on from that. His base salary that was going to become guaranteed for 2023 was $32 million. That was his base salary, okay? The reason that he denied the trade to the Saints, don't get it twisted, Raider Nation. Some of you are like, oh, he wasn't going to do the Raiders any favors. He wasn't going to do himself any injustice because he knew that the Saints were going to ask him to take a pay cut. No one was going to trade for Derek Carr without him taking a pay cut. So he knew that the baseline for him was that Saints deal. So he turns it down. So now he can enter into the free market. And he knows at a minimum, he can at least go to, to what the Saints had to offer him. Okay. So that's what it was. It wasn't about getting back at the Raiders. It was about doing what's best for Derek. 
So that $32 million is the, is the price tag. So that was guaranteed in his base salary. Jeff, throw it out there to you. Guess if, okay, Derek's number, 32.9 for 2023. Base salary, guess for what Patrick Mahomes is. Or no, here, let's, let's do Aaron first. What Aaron Rodgers, his guaranteed base salary in 2023, what do you guess that number might be? Well, if you said it's the opposite, um, I mean, I'd say it's less than $5 million bucks. $1.1 million. Wow. $1.1 million. His signing bonus, though, is $13 million. Right. Okay? Michelle, let's go to Patrick Mahomes. This year, uh, or excuse me, I'll give you this. This You know Derek Carr, okay, at the $32 million. What do you guess Patrick Mahomes' number is in base salary for 2023? $15? 50, is that low? $5 bucks. Oh, five. Shit. Okay. $5 bucks. You know what it was this last year after he signed his half a billion dollar deal 1.5 million dollars but he's got a roster bonus this last year of 27 million and a roster bonus in in 2023 for 34 million dollars okay derek had a signing bonus of uh 1.8 million so what the what they're doing what these other te- what the other teams are now are doing if you know you have an all world quarterback you do what the Chiefs and what the Packers did. If you're not so sure, you do what the Raiders did because the Raiders had a chance to get out. This was a one-year evaluation for Derek Carr with a pretty relatively easy out for them to get out after year one. When you have an all-world player, you know you're never going to move on from. The Chiefs are never going to move on from Patrick Mahomes until he's way deeper into his playing career. So that you sign him to these deals where you've got these massive bonuses because you can convert the bonuses. I know I'm really getting the weeds, guys, but this makes sense, I promise, if you, about why the Raiders are doing what they're doing. If if you can you take those signing bonuses and you can convert those things, okay? So here's what it means, and then I'm going to shut up and we're going to move on. A roster bonus, okay, so like what the Packers and what the Chiefs are doing. A roster bonus is conditional, unlike a signing bonus. The latter is received upon the initial signing of the contract and is generally the players regardless of future events. The roster bonus, however, is paid only if a player is still on the active roster uh, of the team at, a, at a, a future date. Most NFL roster bonuses have a trigger date of March or June uh, of, a, of a future year. Uh, if the player is on the team as of that date, the entire bonus is paid, even if he's released the next day. The roster bonus has a very specific effect on a team's salary cap, unlike a signing bonus. The amount of a roster bonus is not prorated over the lifetime of the player's contract, Thus, the roster bonuses are often used by teams that prefer to front load the salary cap impact of a contract and lessen the impact on future years. That's what the Raiders are going to inherit from Aaron Rodgers. So in terms of cap friendliness, it's way friendlier than Derek Carr's was. It's very similar to what the what the Chiefs are doing with Patrick Mahomes. And Aaron Rodgers' contract only runs through 2025. So you're talking about at a max three-year deal, likely just two years that you're gonna you're gonna have Aaron in. So it makes lots of sense for the Raiders to do this. That's why you're hearing all this stuff. We gotta take away a lot of some of the emotion we have around as fandom fans of, of different players. You gotta understand what the numbers mean. And here's the last thing I'll throw out to you is this: as of today, the Raiders have forty-six point seven million dollars under the salary cap. If we traded Darren Waller and and acquired Aaron Rodgers, we would still have $42 million left. 
there's this really cool thing you can do on on uh, on Sport Track where you can mock up trades. And so if, if the Raiders were to have traded uh, um, Darren Waller and acquired Aaron Rodgers, you're basically only giving up four million dollars in cap space for a Super Bowl or an NFL MVP. To me, it's a slam dunk. All right, I'm going to shut up and then I want to hear from you guys and let's get into the CF fans. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've that that was kind of the thing that worried me is, you know, yes, we're going to have, you know, we have almost $47 million of cap space, but, you know, signing Aaron, you know, how much does that leave for us to build a defense? You know, how many draft picks does it take to get him? Yes, maybe not as many as what some people would say, uh, but we would have less draft picks. And, you know, what else would you have to give up? And, you know, for the longevity of that, you know, are you willing to go all Rams and go all in on a quarterback when maybe we're not just a quarterback away from writing the ship? You know what I mean? But, you know, but but that right there, if we get if we can give a first and Waller for Aaron Rodgers and still be in that 40 plus million dollar free agent or, you know, or uh uh, salary cap. I mean, why not take a stab at it? You know, because then in the later rounds, you can still go and get that quarterback of the future s kind of guy. Aaron Rodgers is used to having that happen to him, you know? So, you know, so maybe you go and get Hen and Hooker in the fourth or maybe or you Jay go Kaner out or, of Fresno State. Sure, yeah. Something like that, you know? So, so yeah, it's possible, man. You know, I just, I just want to see them try something, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I don't. I like the idea of like going big, but my only concern with Aaron Rodgers is that at some point in the season, a murder of crows could descend on his doorstep with <laughs> some trinkets and roll them out, and it's going to spell it out to him that maybe he's not supposed to be a raider anymore. Like I worry about his, you know, you just never know what the spirits are going to tell him, and so <laughs> that might be my, that's might be my only concern if. We don't have that as an issue. Hell yeah, let's go for it. Let's make mm -hmm. it happen. And, and honestly, hearing all those numbers and stuff, in, in all seriousness, that makes it a whole lot easier to swallow. Like when you think about it, because obviously in my mind, I'm like, okay, salary, draft capital. We have so many other things that need to be taken Amen. care yeah. of. So you do like think about those things, but that does sound a little more doable. But yeah, I do worry. I do worry about. It is, it is a little bit spirits. of a wild card, yeah. huh? huh? I mean, he's yeah. in his dark room and right are, now. Yeah, exactly. Are him and, you know, McDaniels, are they going to, you know, mesh? Like, I think there's a lot of questions that um, hopefully he'll well, – someone will answer those questions in his darkness. Yeah, so. well, you know, that's 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 the thing, man. You know, everyone <laughs> – yeah, but, I mean, but, but you're right, you know. But I, I – the – Rogers McDaniels thing would really remind me of Gannon Gruden. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Where both of them kind of have their way kind that of they play the game. Yeah, yeah. And I'm down with it. Mm -hmm. I'm down with it. I would like someone to maybe look oh, at right? Josh McDaniels and go, no, stupid. Don't do that. We're going to do this. Mm. Or know? not even do that. Just or do just it. Do it, it anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. So good stuff there. Uh, sorry. I know the, the people in the chat room are killing me. They're like, let's be on the test. So I, I, I didn't mean to totally get in the weeds on that. I just, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I get fascinated by this mm. stuff because look, I'm, uh, I hate math, but I love numbers. And it's, it's just interesting to me. I think that like, I always want to look for the reasons like what informs the decisions that what teams make because they're not emotional. Like what is the theme of a lot of the things we've talked about tonight? They're not operating on emotion. They're operating from a PL perspective. 
They're operating on player value and cost versus value and all those kinds of things. And like, so I, I think that at least without a general understanding of that stuff, that we can get in these wild theories as fans and like, oh, the Raiders should do this. The Raiders should do that. You can't just do whatever you want to do. And then we look at teams like the Chiefs who have done a brilliant job. They signed a guy to a half a billion dollars and are still going to have flexibility in the salary cap. That's some Al Jeez. Davis shit right there. Yeah. That's fascinating to me Like right. th- that you can still pull that off in today's NFL. So it's very interesting stuff. But anyway. So I, I do have a question before we before we jump in the sea of fans. Sure. So, so, okay, so we're talking draft picks. So what would be the likelihood then that maybe the Packers would say, you know, if we if we just package up, you know, picks – if we package a first and a, you know, a first, a second and a fourth or, you know, whatever for Rodgers, would would we be able to trade next year's draft? Oh, yeah. Picks for that and sure. keep all of our stuff in 2023. Um, 100%. Because that's kind of my thought is if we're just giving them draft picks in there, they've already got their guy of the future in the house. They've got mm. Jordan Love. So they don't need immediate like, oh, well, we got to go find our quarterback now. So, you know, if we do that and we have what? $80 million next year free on the cap. So that would be a year where you could go, okay, well, let's divvy out some of these. If we're yeah. looking to win now, why the hell not? Yeah, you look at like what we got in the hall for Khalil Mack. Like, yeah, yeah, you go past the current year. Yeah, oh, yeah you can go all over to dang place. Okay. You can do whatever you want. You know what I mean? So it's, it's yeah, There's I'm telling you, there's plenty there. Yeah. There's plenty there for the Raiders to get it done. Uh, shout out Silver and Black today in the chat. Hey. Uh, appreciate you, Scott Gobranson. Uh, and and uh, we're trying to get Scott in the fan cave. We're going to have him in here soon. Uh, we know that we could, uh, he's always said that he, he's always available to join us here on the show, but we want to get him live in the fan cave. So we appreciate you, Scott. And he says, and they have drafted well. And absolutely. And like, when you look at what the Chiefs, I think we covered it on last week's show. When you look at what the Chiefs have done in this year's draft God. and the impacts of like six of their rookies in the Super Bowl, it's impressive, man. Yeah. Like, it's impressive how well they have drafted. And so, yes, that is a very, very important point that, like, you you want to really help your salary cap? Draft well. There you Don't go. Don't make dumbass draft pick because you got to build depth, man. That's where you, that's where championships are built or in the later rounds of the draft. Yep. You get your superstars. You get people like that in the, in, in the top round or even the second round. But your championships get built four to seven, three to seven. Like, that's where it really, really happens. Absolutely. So. Well, and, and the Super Bowls. And the Super Bowls in Vegas this year, right? They've just uh, they've just unveiled the big football statue wherever it's at yeah. in Las Vegas. That So, Mark Davis ain't going to look like a chump with the Super Bowl showing up in Las yeah. Vegas next year. So he might be ready to swing for the fences and do this whole win wow. now stuff. Absolutely. Also, you know? um, ITK Raider Snake, it was a freaking joke. Don't call me lady. What happened? <laughs> he just said, he, Aaron been with one team for 15 years, lady. Like, don't call me lady. Oh. I, it was a joke, dude. I was, yeah. it was, I'm not, I didn't really think a murder of crows was going to descend on Aaron Rodgers' front porch <laughs> with trinkets. And roll them out like dice. Like, okay. <laughs> Calm down. Get him, Michelle. <laughs> just jokes, people. Just jokes. Lighter side journey into the dark side. <laughs> okay, okay,
All right, now you know everyone's going to start calling you lady now. She's been triggered. She's been triggered. I have been called worse. <laughs> All right, so every, uh, we appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. Uh, Animal Mother, Hooligan Nation is in there. Corey Fleck is in there. Uh, Houston from L.A., Volker Ball. Paul is in there. Justin Varnett, uh, ITK. Uh, Kevin Raider Nerd is in there. Uh, Matthew Mangus is in there. HYB, that's Cousin Sonny, is in there. Quentin Hood is in there. Matt Marinovich is in there. Grumpy Raider fan. G.E. Alchemic is in there. Uh, He says, it's strange watching Raider fans talking themselves out of trading for a four-time MVP while saying good things about Carr. Mm-hmm. I'll just mm. I'll just let that one sit in your lap. Uh, let's see. John Luca Morelli is in there. What's up, John Luca? Uh, I mentioned Silver and Black today. Foxy Scorpio. Hey, if you don't listen to Silver and Black today, smell you. Yeah. Go subscribe. What are you to their doing? Smell you. You're doing it wrong. Go go check those guys out. <laughs> Shout out Mo. Shout out uh, Scott and, and and Evan as well. Uh, Matthew Mangus is in there. Wild Raider is in there. Appreciate you, Connecticut Raider Ryan. Uh, he says the Super Bowl is in Las Vegas now. Mark didn't make this move to look like a chump. It, wow, this sounds familiar. Either Mark is going to go after Rodgers, and I feel uh, if we don't get him, we'll make a huge trade up the board to get C.J. Stroud. Absolutely. I think that's it. We're going to be swinging for the fences. All right, so let's hear from more of you, because more of you and less of us is a good thing, and we're going to jump into what we call the Sea of Fans mailbag, and you can enter into the Sea of Fans mailbag two different ways. You can call us at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Uh, and you can leave a message. And if we play your message three times, we will refer to you as a made man or a made woman. Or you can email the show. And you can email us at show. Show. At RaidersFanRadio.com. That is show. S-H-O-W. <laughs> At RaidersFanRadio.com. That's S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com. So email us. And uh, if we read your email uh, an indefinite amount of times, you could become a made man or a made woman that way. And so tonight, Michelle is going to honor us by reading all the emails. And Michelle, who do we have? We have, first we have T-Hom. Hey, T-Hom. T-Hom. All right. Greetings, Murph, Swag Jeff, Michelle, sometimes QB Jeff, and the millions and millions that make up Raider Nation. Millions! Some, <laughs> millions, some of who are named Jeff. Well, oh, yeah. our worst, worst fears have been realized. The Chiefs are champions. We'll have to spend the next year watching Jackson Mahomes crap himself while Brittany talks about how bronze her son bronze is. How ridiculous is that? And Andy Reid is now going to Disney World, only this time to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Carr is gone, so at least for now we turn to the only quarterback on the roster, Chase Garbers. But never fear, boys and girls, because I have a solution. No, it's not AR-12. No, it's not trading up to number two or number three in the draft to pick the next Mitch Trubisky, and it's definitely not Jimmy G-String. Sign Stidham, sign Jacoby Brissett, and draft one of these guys in round two, McKee, Hooker, or Hayner, in that prioritized order. Jalen Hurts has already shown that a second-round talent developed properly can lead a team, provided all the other pieces are in place, and Jacoby Brissett demonstrated through the first 11 weeks of last year that he could be a serviceable veteran as well as a team leader, despite having a defense and special teams behind him that was even worse than the Raiders. Let's sign Stidham and Brissett, sign tackle Mike McGlinchey from the Niners, pay Josh Jacobs, coax Rodney Hudson to come back to the Raiders for one to two more years, Sign safety Jesse Bates and also secure linebacker Tremaine Edmonds. Then we'll focus on bringing in some talent through the draft and we'll be able to last a little bit longer than J-Lo's next engagement. 
or Travis Kelsey's next singular moment of class. Okay, forget about that one. <laughs> yeah. Hugh Jackson once famously talked about building a bully. Well, now I'd like to talk about building a winning and sustainable structure. If we can build a team that can destroy the donkeys, choke out the chokers, and cook the ch- chefs, then I'm good. We might only get seven or eight wins next year, but you just never know. Good luck and goodbye to Derek Carr and goodbye to Fresno Corner, or at least for now, and goodbye, we hope, to Josh DeBoe. Love you, Raider Nation, your faithful servant, T-Hum. P.S. If I had moves like Rihanna's abominable snowman dancers, I would race behind Patrick Mahomes and help with his much-needed off-season surgery to remove Chris Collinsworth from his anal cavity. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Awesome. That's good. All right, next we have Frank from NorCal. Murph and RFR family, I'm writing to talk about Derek Carr. I've had a hard time reconciling what has happened to him this season. Derek is the best statistically measured QB in Raiders history. Better than Rich Gannon, better than Daryl Monica, better than George Bland, Bland <clears throat> excuse me, better than Kenny Stabler. Look it up. Derek Carr does have one major deficiency compared to those other QBs, however. That is in the area of defense. Here's a tweet from CBS Sports spelling it out. During the span of Carr's career with the Raiders, they were never better than 30th in any category. Had the Raiders had at least a mid-range defense during his tenure, their results would have been wildly different. With a top-rated defense, they would have been unstoppable. The Ravens won Super uh, Super Bowl... Oh, I hate Roman numerals. <laughs> I think it's 35. With a number one defense, and they took the Lombardi Trophy with Trent Dilfer, who they then released. He was a sub... 500 completion percentage in that game, but he had a defense. Let's look at coaching. The 22 Raiders blew the most double-digit leads in NFL history. In NFL history. One of those games, Carr and Adams combined for 140-plus yards in the first half, and yet Adams got only two targets in the second half. Coaching. Speaking of coaching, how did McDaniel's last head coaching job work out? In Denver, he got rid of Jay Cutler and drafted Tim Tebow. Genius. Let's forget his Colts tenure, which probably spoke more to his integrity and character than his coaching prowess. I'm guessing he doesn't mesh well with players that possess those traits. The owner is not blameless in his travesty. Mark Davis, unfortunately, is following in the footsteps of his father, the great <coughs> Al Davis. With Al Davis there, arguably would never have been the team we know as the Silver and Black. Unfortunately, Mark Davis is not emulating the Al of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Instead, he's copying the Al of the 2000s when he traded Gruden to the Bucks only to have him whip the Raiders in the Super Bowl. Then Al began the carousel at quarterback that didn't end until Carr was drafted in 2014. Prepare to get back on the carousel again. Remember Tebow? I hope Derek Carr is able to rebound with a new team, and I believe he will. Raider Nation forever, Frank from NorCal, proud made man. There you go. Frank from NorCal. Appreciate the email. Uh, Also remember, though, the defense did not throw those 14 red zone interceptions. Mm. True. It's true. That asterisk there. All right. Dear R. Oh, this is um, Daniel Mangus. Dear RFR family, first and foremost, I want to thank you guys for the premiere last week. Just getting a chance to hop on and talk football was a breath of fresh air, especially after the past two weeks I've had. Okay, on to Sunday. What a game. The Eagles fought tooth and nail, and their QB silenced all of the haters. As for Casey, nobody gives a shit. F you. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Seriously, they won because they are the NFL darlings and got bailed the out with that holding call that was an uncatchable ball, (laughs) not even close, and on third down, which would have brought fourth in the decision time, then who knows. Okay, rant over. Now on to another passion Murph and I share, Oakland Athletics Baseball. 
The time has come to get hyped for another 162 games of torture. This team isn't going anywhere as long as Fisher is owner. I love the outfielder we picked up from Tampa, Cal Stevenson. Fun fact, I went to high school with him. And let me tell you, just wait till you see this kid's power. I want him on the opening day roster because I feel like he's earned his spot. Anyway, that's all for this twin as we prepare for this long, long, long offseason. Yours truly, Daniel Mangus, proud made man, two times Gemini man, award winner, P.S., Old McDaniels had a team that he couldn't coach. Seriously, Davis, your father would have fired this clown. He has to win next season, and I'm talking 10-plus and a deep playoff run to keep his job in my book. All right. Good stuff there. Good, that that Daniel? Good. good stuff. That was, yeah, that was Daniel. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you, Daniel. Hey, Daniel, I've got a, a great uh, documentary for you to watch, and anybody else that's, a, that's a, uh, an Oakland A's fan, especially an old-school Oakland A's fan, uh, watch. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's an NFL – or not NFL – it's an MLB network uh, created thing, and it's called the Swing and A's, and it's about the A's of the '70s, and uh, it's amazing. When the A's won three straight World Championships, and uh, and I was at one of them. Oh wow! Yeah, the '72 World Series. I was in utero. My mom went to it when I was pregnant with me. Yeah, but um, anyways, nice. but watch that. It's all about the Gene Tennis and Reggie Jackson and Joe Rudy and Sal Bando and Catfish Hunter and Vita Blue and all the amazing freaking A's players from back in the day. So definitely go check that thing out. The Swing and A's. Cool. All right. Oh, we got Paul. Paul? Evening, everybody. I hope you all are well. Congratulations to all on the Super Bowl retro show last time around. It was an absolute joy. I can just about remember the winter of the 83-84 season. I was a fresh-faced, naive, young, 17-year-old fella with no money. Now, thanks in part to the Raiders, I'm a miserable, dried-up old fart with no money. (laughs) Ah, yes, 1983-84. Sweet memories of a time when there were no cares in the world. My six-pack wasn't as well hidden as it is now. I had hair and I owned a comb. Plus, you could engage in a healthy discussion, have a completely different viewpoint, and it didn't turn into toxic warfare. Not like today where it's frowned upon to have a sense of humor and an opinion. Amen. The, The world made more sense back then. Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher were leaders of the U.S. and the U.K., so the Russians and Chinese knew they had to sit down and shut up. Andy Reid was a slimline 300 pound and hadn't let himself go. Philip Rivers' wife, Tiffany, hadn't met him at that point, so she was uncorrupted and she could walk upright. <laughs> oh, yikes. yikes. Hey, what was it? What was it that he said about Andy Reid? He was a slimline 300 pound and hadn't let himself go. <laughs> Pretty much, basically. <laughs> Kermit was a long way. More <laughs> Sorry. More fancy fat. <laughs> I love the new soundboard. That's great. <laughs> I heard somebody say once that he was skinny. That ain't true. That's not true. More fancy fat. That's not true. You know what he's been eating a lot of. What's that? Oh, you got the you got the one. Hit it. You got the button. Hit the body. What are you been eating a lot of vegetables? You a lot of no, no. no. Uh-uh. That's not true. It helps you through it. Not true. It helps, it you, helps through you through it. it. it oh, puts pride oh, in you. It put it puts pride in your body. It puts pride in your body. Oh, I need to change. Well, that then Andy Reid. I don't know if Andy Reid's no. pride in his body, no. but beef Just gives for him sure. High cholesterol. It All right, sorry. Okay. All right, sorry. I mean, derail you there, Paul and Michelle. Yeah. All right. Kermit was a long way from spawning in his pond, although the Jim Henson <laughs> workshop did have a prototype. 
John Elway had just been selected by his stable boy as a good future prospect for the Kentucky Derby, but chose football <laughs> instead. <laughs> and the Raiders were <laughs> kings of the world. I still get emotional when I look back on Super Bowl 18. Two things in particular can set me off. Of course, John Facenda's brilliant commentary with Marcus Allen running with the night and the late great Todd Christensen on America's Game, getting emotional when he talks about the group as a whole. Powerful, beautiful stuff. I'll always have huge affection for those early days of my Raiders fandom when, and will always cherish that championship-winning group. We were so good back then, and I thought we'd dominate the scene for a while to come. Sadly not. 39 years, and we're still waiting. It feels like 39 years since the Derek Carr saga started, but finally a decision has been made officially. It's been hanging around like a Chinese weather balloon. Sorry, <laughs> alleged Chinese weather balloon. We don't want to upset the Chinese, do we? They're not like the French. With a decision now made, hopefully all parties involved can just move on and start to heal the divide that the whole thing has caused within Raider Nation. The big question now, of course, is which way are we going at quarterback, folks? I've always liked Aaron Rodgers, and I'm hopeful that we can get him for a couple of years, then draft a rookie. But can we get him without mortgaging our future? We'd be using important, much-needed draft capital and a boatload of cash. However, Josh McDaniels has to win this season without question. The AFC West is becoming even harder to win, especially with the additions of Sean Payton and Kellen Moore. McDaniels has to go all in or hit really big in free agency and then end the draft. The Garoppolo idea won't get it done and makes no sense to me. He's just a bargain basement version of Carr, but at least Carr was healthy. Make the wrong move now and we could be left with a worse situation next year, a lot worse. Elsewhere around the league, some shit happened that I didn't watch. I've heard a few media people saying that we should put aside our hatred and admire and respect a generational talent like Patrick Mahomes. Well, I just say this. The only people that should be truly proud of Patrick Mahomes are the zookeepers that taught him to speak. <laughs> Chiefs. Oh, wait. Okay, I'm on it. The Chiefs, then, <laughs> now, and always. And anybody that wears that dumbass ketchup and mustard bullshit. All the records are now set to zero and zero again, and it's only four weeks until free agency begins. It's all about to get real, folks. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, five, five time, time, five time, five times, time, times, times two, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio, BRT Sizzler. Hey, nice job, nice. Paul. Your name Paul. Paul. Hello. Paul. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. All right. Great job, Paul. Great job, all of our emailers tonight. Great job, Michelle. Thank you for reading through all those. Yeah. Uh, that's that's no easy feat to sit there and read all those emails. And you and Uncle Mosh have done it well. Yeah. Old Jeff, man, he's had his tongue swell up a struggle few bus. times. Yeah. Struggle bus. And and my dumbass, like when I read them, I stop. And talk. Uh, like, I'm having a conversation <laughs> with the email the whole time. I'm right. like, well, yeah, that's a great point. Let's talk about this instead. And then I go on a nine-minute tyrant or a nine-minute rant about the freaking salary cap. And then I come back, and there's nothing but crickets going on. I right. should probably read them first, though, because sometimes I feel like I get t- tongue-tied or whatever. But thank you. That's, yeah, you know, you did a great job. Great job. Okay. <laughs> I used to do that, too, and I still got all messed up. It didn't matter. 
you know? Yeah. I mean, well, mine was because of Jim Beam, but, <laughs> you know? It can make a difference. It, it absolutely can. All right, so next up, we're going to go ahead and get to the rest of the sea of fans, uh, which is the phone calls, and we appreciate Man, we've got some heavy hitters around here in the Raiders fan radio community uh, that, that, that are calling the show tonight. Uh, I've got some great calls at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Uh, so we appreciate all of our callers tonight, and, we, and we've got some good ones. And coming out of the gates hot okay. is freaking Cousin Sonny oh, yeah. kicking off this segment. So let's check in with Cousin Sonny. If you are a grown-ass man and you're obsessed <laughs> with another man, <laughs> I question you. <laughs> this is to all of us who call ourselves Raiders fans. Let's apply some logic here, okay? This is all objective. This is no subjective shit no more, okay? If you call yourself a Raiders fan, you are a fan of Mark Davis's business. Mark Davis's business is the Raiders. It's a business. Nothing else. Okay? I'm not angry. It's funny. I'm laughing at this shit, right? We have grown men, Murph. Grown men who, like, are distraught and upset about the way Mark Davis is handling his business and the stuff with Derek Carr. Derek Carr is a mediocre quarterback. Ooh, just dodged some tomatoes. Derek Carr is a sub-great quarterback. Oh, 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 shit. Derek Carr just said something about me. Like, Derek Carr is who he is. Who gives a f***? He doesn't affect your life. Derek Carr doesn't affect your family. Derek Carr doesn't affect how you feed your family. And Derek Carr doesn't affect anything about you or your f- miserable life. But if your life is so f- miserable that you can't take it for a second that people are fucking on your team. Dude, you got problems, people. If, if your life is literally, like, changed and altered in a negative way because Derek Carr's not on the Raiders and the way the Raiders treated him, f*** off. Go live your f***ing life. Get off the f***ing internet. You need to get off the internet if you're pissed off that Derek Carr's not on the Raiders no more. You need to get off the internet if you're pissed off that the Raiders screw over Derek Carr. Like, go f*** yourself. Go start a life for yourself. Go do something that actually matters more than what Mark Davis's business does. Why are you so concerned about a guy with the bold cuts business in the first place? Do you have do you have that much time on your hands? That you have nothing going on? That you just scour the internet 24 hours a day trying to find the latest and greatest breaking news? Go do something with your life. This is ridiculous, Murph. And the only reason I called, I find it funny. I've been on social media for years. It's hilarious to me watching the stuff go down. So get on with your bad self, Wi-Fi William Cody. <laughs> hey, let's make a fun bet. If my team wins. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> was that the end of his goal? Oh, that was beautiful. Oh, my God. That's the best ending. Yes. 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 That's fantastic. <laughs> If you know, you know. Yeah, that's right. Oh, and I think everybody does. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that's that's unbelievable. Magical. Uh, Holy cow. <laughs> uh, good stuff there, Sonny, man. We appreciate you, Cousin Sonny, one of the, the original founders of this little show we do here, Raiders Fan Radio. We appreciate you, Sonny. And uh, always bringing the heat, man, on the, on the Sea of Fans mailbag. All right. Um, 
<laughs> Scott says that's a Hall of Fame yeah, call. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's a good one, man. That's good. And, and listen, and Cousin Sonny, like, I'll tell you this. From the mental approach <laughs> to this stuff, Cousin Sonny is a real-life drug and alcohol addictions counselor mm. for adolescents. The guy's got his freaking master's degree in counseling. Like, he know, like when it comes to the human psyche, like, yeah. yeah, he's loud and curses and all that kind of stuff. But, like, he's coming from a very mm-hmm. educated position. And, like, there's a lot of truth to that. Like, yes. if you're disrupted by something that your team is, like, if your life has changed in any way, and that goes with anything. Yes. If your life just changed because of your, what you drink or what you eat or what you, like, do something different. Go touch some grass. Go touch some grass. You know, like yeah. really, people. Like yeah. my, my gosh. So no, great <laughs> stuff there from Cousin Sonny. Uh, so all right, so Cousin Sonny's up there in the Pacific Northwest. Let's go ahead and head all the way down uh, to Southern Texas and check in with our good buddy, the historian we call him. Yes. And he is Houston Raiders Steve. Mark, Swag Jeff, Jason, it's the Houston Raiders Steve. I think the Raiders ought to go out and get that Kentucky quarterback at pick number seven, Bryce Young. Uh, he reminds me, uh, Alabama didn't even play for national championship this year, so uh, I don't understand why he's so rated so high. Uh, as far as I know, he could be on that Sunny uh, Sea Island tattoo. The plane, boss, the plane. <laughs> anyway, um, Kentucky quarterback, he looks like he's a great pickup at number seven. Uh, I think that's our most important pick right there. We've got, I think, 11 picks, something like 11 or 12. We've got a bunch of picks from other teams in later rounds. And uh, Derek Carr, he should be in uh, I'm kind of scratching my head about all this stuff, about how the way he's been treated by Mark Davis. Um, I think the man deserves a little bit more than the way he's been treated. Um, I know he's got a no-trade clause. I mean, he's got a final approval. Anyway, what I can say is, go Raiders. We're going to be back, baby. We have to. All about the fans. God bless. Goodbye. Hey, Houston Raiders. Nice. Thank you, Steve. Mojo says, give me a song, Historian. That'll make this a top three show. Yeah, right. <laughs> we love it when Houston Raiders Steve sings, yeah, especially when when, uh, when we're playing the, the donkeys that week. Uh, all right, next up. Okay, so, hey, new caller. We love it when we get new yes, callers to the show. Absolutely. Love it. And uh, so let's check in with our new friend. Uh, he is Javi in California. Yo, what's up, Murph? How you doing? This is Javi, California, calling from the all-American city, Fayetteville, Fort Bragg, North Carolina been a Raider fan all my life. I just right off of the bat want to say that I'm a I'm a huge follower of your show. I try to tune in every single time you're live. Thank you. Um I have a lot of respect for what you guys do, man. You guys are always, you know, letting the voice of the nation be heard, man, and that's that's super dope. Uh originally from California, been in North Carolina forever now. Been been in North NC for about 20 years, but still stay true to the silver and black. I'm always repping shield. I'm always repping the shield, baby, and that's that's what it is. Um, so I stick with my team through thick and thin. I think one of the biggest problems that we've been coming up on lately is just this younger generation doesn't really know what being a true Raider is. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's like, we gotta win. We just win, baby. All this and that. That's cool, man. But we also have a commitment to excellence, and we have a commitment to our players and to our history, and to our culture that we try to build. We've been a tough team. We've been the most penalized team forever in a day. You know what I'm saying? And and we've always had the world against the Raiders. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I, I think some of just the younger generation doesn't know what it really is to be a true Raider fan. You know what I'm saying? 
And uh, I just kind of wanted to say that real quick. Another thing, too, I'm a huge Derek Carr fan. I I don't think it's going to get better before it gets worse. A lot of people are talking about Rodgers now. Uh, they were talking about Brady last week, this and that. I think Brady's washed up. I didn't want him. I'm a he, I, I'm a I'm an OG. I literally I watched that game from Iraq when I was when I was deployed to Iraq the first time, and man, that was probably about the most devastating loss that I've ever viewed as a Raider fan. Not only because like it just took the wind out of our sails. We should have had a dynasty within that. That's why I'll never have any. I, and I know it's not Brady's fault. It was the ref's fault on that call. But it just seems like it, it really canceled out what we had going on with Gannon. Gannon had a window. Gruden had a window. And that window closed real quickly after that. You know what I'm saying? And and that was, that was a, a fluke call. It was a cheap shot by the refs, by the NFL, to the Raiders, and it closed our window, man. So, I, honestly, like I like I said, it's not really against Brady more than it is against the refs, but I've never liked Tom Brady. He's a big, fat, whiny baby. I'll put Rodgers in the same category. Uh, with that being said, just icing on the cake, I am a true Derek Carr fan, not because of his ability. He's had more wins in the past. Google Voice. Oh! Kill <laughs> called it in the chat. He said, Google, what is that? Google Voice is coming. Google Voice is always there. He's always there. He's yep. always there lingering, man. Just with lurking. That, that three minutes, man, is all you get with Google Voice. But uh, we appreciate you, Javi. Uh, call us back, man. Call us back and, uh, and, and just, yeah, keep them under three minutes. That way we can, we can get your whole call in. And even if you got to hang up and call us back again, like that's cool too. We do that sometimes, uh, especially when we don't have a lot of calls, but Hey, most importantly though, thank you for your service. Thank you for your dedication to protecting and, and, and serving yes. you know, the freedoms of our country and military runs deep around here. We have so many of our, our good friends and, uh, that, that have, have served and or serving, um, you know, CPA, Joel, his brother, animal mother, uh, Mojo, of course, recently retired his wife, Libby, my son, Tristan is an active CB. Yep. Like we have a lot of your brother is active in the Navy, right? Like we have so many, um, good folks and friends and family of ours. Uh, and so we, we appreciate uh, Josh in the 703 yeah. down in Alabama, another guy like there's, and there's, and I'm forgetting people. There are so many of you. So we Uncle appreciate Mosh. you. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Uncle Mosh. Absolutely. Served in the Air Force. Uh, so we appreciate you, Javi, and that very much. Yeah, call us back, dude. We want to hear from you again. That was a great, great call uh, before Google got you. All right, next up, let's hear from a guy we haven't heard from in a hot minute, and that's our buddy. He's in the in the chat. He's always super deuce, uh, or as he calls himself, just deuce. Murph, Punk, Swag, Nation, what's up? It's deuce. Sorry, I'm having phone issues. You know, um, first things first, I'm always listening. Always sitting up. The- Raider Ramon. Marine, oh, there yeah. you thank go. you, Mojo. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Back, you know, normally can't chat too much with that. You know, normally driving or loading the truck, whatever. Yeah, I am a car guy. I figured I'd give you all a call and um, let y'all know maybe this is the only way I could ever really get this out. Maybe um, the young man is good. I like the young man, referring to Derek. That is Derek Carr, and um. I have a lot of several jerseys, a lot of jerseys over the years. That young man is the only one, the only current player that I've ever purchased. Now, the fact that, you know, he has been there for like the last 10 years, not the, not the biggest deal. I mean, it's good. I like it. But all the things that he was doing 
pretty much for the last decade, he didn't do this year. All the being able to read, read coverages, blah, 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 pre, pre-snap, get the ball out quick. He didn't really do that this year, it seemed like, for some reason. You know, and, then, and this year I said, like, even I said, I was like, man, sometimes you just got to move on. So, unfortunately, as much as I like the young man as a person, sometimes you just got to move on. Unfortunately, I like to see the young man do well. But again, I root for the, the shield on the side of the helmet, not the name on the back of the jersey. There's no home. I'm always in the background listening. I just can't always enter, you know, type in the chat. But I'm always with y'all. And, hey, uh, be nice to see Mikey every once in a while. You got to take it easy. I'm getting back. Call back soon. Y'all have a go. All right. There he is, nice. Deuce. Appreciate you, Deuce. Appreciate that very much. And, yeah, you know, um, so Mikey and I have just missed connecting each other or with each other a handful of times here recently. Uh, you know, so, uh, yeah, you'll hear some stuff from me and Mikey again soon. A lot of people found this show through Mondays and Mikey and Murph. Yeah. Through that that old show that, that Mikey and I used to do. And so, uh, hey, we still talk all the time. We still text all the time. So Mikey and I are, are uh, definitely stay in touch, and he's a good buddy of mine, and, and, uh, and look forward to the next time that we're able to – get on and, and share some airwaves together again. Uh, all right, next up, let's check in with our buddy uh, driving into Los Angeles. So speaking of the Marines uh, and speaking, I just mentioned him. Here he is, Animal Mother. What is up, Raiders Stand Radio? It's Animal Mother. Uh, you get an early morning rant. I make my way into a beautiful city of L.A. for work. So yesterday I slammed on the brakes of my car launched my piece of shit Samsung across the uh, the cab and uh, broke it into about four million pieces. So I'm calling you on uh, a vintage uh, Android that I gave to my daughter to like play phone with like three years ago. I had to dig it out of like her toy box in her room. It barely works. Uh, anyways, uh, I haven't had my coffee this morning because I dumped it all over my lap uh, about three oh, minutes gosh. ago. So that's great. Speaking but, of uh, struggle, boss, huh? it's over, man. It's over. He's gone. Uh, that was a stupid couple of months. Hopefully we can put that behind us. Uh, we can move on. Close the chapter. People can stop whining about it on uh, Twitter and everything else. And it's weird, man. It's just weird. But, uh, yeah, you guys are doing good, ready for the off season. Hopefully we get some good news. Hopefully we see some positivity. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, uh, in other news, uh, I'm going to run an ultra marathon this year uh, to raise money for the One Nation Foundation. So more to come hey. uh, I do one every year. Uh, raise money in the past for American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. For another nonprofit that I'm involved with. So I did 100K last year. It took me 17 hours and 32 minutes. So uh, maybe the same thing. I'll see if I can beat it. Um, yeah, and I'll make sure uh, as uh, plans develop on that, you guys are read right into it. And uh, we'll try to raise a bunch of money. Uh, and uh, you guys can watch me uh, run myself into another dimension <laughs> on uh, Instagram. I'll try and uh, live stream it as long as I'm uh, sentient and still uh, able to. Uh, you know, work a phone with my thumbers. It's pretty pretty rough there at the end of those races. But anyways. Get your new phone first. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
All right, there nice. he is, Animal Mother. Nice. Wow. Man. That's so cool that he's right? raising money for the foundation. Yeah, Isn't that awesome. cool? How cool is that, man? You know, that's that's the shit I'm talking about, man. Raider Nation coming together, family, man. That that's that's the real shit, man. I love it. Absolutely, man. Good stuff there. And of course, all the money we raise around here goes to our nonprofit, the One Nation Foundation, where we give that money strictly to Raiders related charities like the Bolitnikoff Foundation. And so appreciate Animal Mother. Thank you for considering us uh for, for uh you know sponsoring uh, the one nation foundation with your with your ultra marathon uh, also pyre 1975 in there with a 499 donation i heard andy we <laughs> andy weed <laughs> hey it's that time of night i heard andy reed went hang gliding uh to celebrate the win and got shot down by an f-16 is that oh. true <laughs> oh my <laughs> uh, yeah Oh my God! So, uh, anyways, we appreciate you, <laughs> appreciate you, Pirate nineteen seventy five, and that four ninety nine donation. All right, so uh, we heard from Animal Mother. Let's check in with his brother. Uh, he is the one and only CPA Joel. Hey, Murph Swag Michelle. This is CPA Joel uh, out here in Franklin, Tennessee, and just basking in the glory that we no longer have to deal with the car wars until he plays for another team and all the fake Raiders fans start chirping and talking and doing all the things that they're going to do because you know what? They're not Raiders fans. They're car fans. And this whole identity of becoming a fan of a player over your franchise, that's fine. But don't say you're a Raiders fan first. Say you're a car fan and then go follow another losing quarterback to another losing team, just like David Carr and Derek Carr are going to be. Their entire careers are losers. They're going to ride the coattails of somebody better and then blame everything that they do wrong on somebody else. They suck. They're always going to suck. The end. Go Raiders. Screw them. That's how you really nice. All right. Job, CPA Joel. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no one's uh, mincing words yeah, out don't there. Hold back, yeah. Don't yeah. hold back, man. Uh-uh. Absolutely not. All right, next up. So this is another one. Like, oh my gosh, you guys, have, the calls this week have just been amazing. We got two more to go, get to. Uh, you see him in the chat all the time. He's a good friend of ours. Uh, I love it when we get to meet people that are um, that that find this show and then we become great friends with them outside the Absolutely. show in real life. And and, and this guy, probably the, 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 the poster boy for that, for people that we've loved uh, getting to know in real life. And that's our good buddy down there in San Diego. And he is Mojo. Happy Valentine's Day, fellas. Mr. Shell. Uh, made men and women all around the world. Hope everybody's doing great. It's your boy Mojo from San Diego. Um, I'm not going to say the dude's name anymore, at least not on air, man. So if my, if my phone call gets played, uh, I don't want to spread that much negativity, so I'm not even going to say the dude's name. But you know who I'm talking about, right? So check it out. I see people on social media all day with these, you know, Raider Shields, uh, avatars, profile pictures, all this stuff, you know, talking about, you know, it's all, it's, there's only one nation, well, you know, all the shit that we all say all the time, all the shit that most of us live all the time. But then there's, a, it seems like half of those people have decided to choose a player over the freaking team, man. I question your fandom. I know that's a no-no on this show, but man, I'm going to tell you right now: if you're choosing a player who's no longer on the team over the Raiders, you're not a Raiders fan, dude. You're not. So 
get over yourself. Get over the fact that we dropped your favorite player and either show up to the games or don't. That's all I got, man. Win, baby. Ah, there he is. There he is. Much respect. Much respect. Much respect. I know it is. It's it's quite the dichotomy that you're repping the shield in your in the way that you you know whatever your avatar, whatever your picture, whatever, and that yeah you're 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 wishing ill. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't freaking work. The, the yeah the, the 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 math doesn't work on that one. Uh, but anyways, appreciate you, Mojo man. Amazing, amazing call. All right, one more to get to. He's the guy that holds it. Look, I'm just gonna say this. Under heralded around here. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Right. The glue. He's the glue. Of this whole thing, yes. If you've got a glue guy, if we had to pick a glue guy, it's Ron the freaking Materator. Absolutely, man. He is. it's a guy. He's he's moderated our chat since the day he got the wrench. If you're familiar with how it works in, on the YouTube, you get the wrench because there was one day it was me and Uncle Mark in here, Uncle Mosh in here, and you know it's hard for me to see the chat, and so Uncle Mosh stops me and, and he goes like, "Hey, there's something going on in the chat," and I look and there's like all these anti-Semitic things going on in there. This just ugly things going on in the chat room. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't know what to do. Cause we had never had that issue sure. before. <laughs> and so I'm like, Oh, let me find someone like, and I saw Ron there and Ron's been with us for a long time going way, way, way back when we first started this show. And so I gave him the moderator privilege on the thing and he's had it ever since then. And the only other moderator is you, Jeff, right? Like Ron has held this mm-hmm. thing down. He's here every single week, represent Raiders fan radio, representing the made men and made women, Brother, we can't appreciate you enough, Ron, for everything that you've done for this show. So, 100%. Love it when he calls. And so, let's check in with our good friend, Ron the Materator. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Ron. Um, Just wanted to kind of weigh in on all the events going on recently. Um, I think Derek Carr is basically an Applebee's steak. Uh, It's pretty good, but it's not great. And, you know, like all good meals, we enjoyed it. But things have pretty much run their course, and he's a fart in the wind now. (laughs) <laughs> and some of the fans want to tuck their head under the covers and breathe in every last bit of that part. But it's over. It's time to walk away, pretend it never happened, possibly blame it on the dog. <laughs> we're going to have a tremendous amount of, of cap space. We have a very good draft pit, pick. Um, and we have a lot of fluidity in what we can do with that. We have We can set ourselves up for the future very well with what we have, the ammo that we have to work with. So I think the further we move away from that Applebee's steak and we realize, hey, we're eating at Dominico's tonight. It's what we had every night for, you know, every night for two weeks and it was pretty good, but we're going to move on and we have the ability to really improve this team. So I'm excited about the future. Um, No shade on Derek Carr. I think he was, hey, he, did everything he could while he was here, but it wasn't enough. He wasn't an elevator. He was a guy that had to have everything around him, and that's really hard to do. So that's no shade on him. It's just it's really hard to build the perfect team around a guy if that guy can't pick you up through adversity, and I don't think Carr can consistently pick us up through adversity. Um, and for whatever reason, he just didn't fit in Daniel's scheme, and I think – you know, they they designed this contract as a one-year tryout. It didn't work. So it's a business. Move on. Um, no shame in that. All right, guys. I uh, hope everybody's okay. Have a good day. Bye. Oh, nice. nice job, Ron. 
Great call, man. Great Absolutely. call. Yeah, told you guys there's some, yeah, some heavy some hitters stuff. Yeah. Huh? Some good ones, yep, right? Really Going back ones. to the emails and everything. Yep. Uh, before we jump into the uh, who's going to win this week's Sizzler Award, which yeah. is the best email or phone call, uh, shout out the, the, the chat there and our donation from Pirate. Absolutely, absolutely, man. So, uh, yeah, so the chat-wise goes, uh, we got Paul in there. We got uh, Pirate1975, Ebony Graves, Lee B., uh, Kill Jadis, the Grumpy Raider fans in there. Mojo's in there. Uh, Lee B. Uh, let's see who else is in there. Uh, ITK's in there. Um, new to the show. New to the show, yes. Yeah, he said that. he stumbled upon the show, so much, much respect. So, uh, so uh, Pirate1975, a uh, $9.99 donation Thank to the you. One Nation Foundation, says, I'm not upset with Carr leaving, but I believe the issue is more fear of the competence of the current regime mm-hmm. to replace Carr than losing Carr. With or without Carr, this regime That's hasn't fair. proven anything. That's, That's fair. fair. That's an sure. absolute fair point. I, I yep. get it. Yep. I get it. Yep. Yep. Total, totally get it. So, uh, And then Pineapple in there uh, says, great show. $20 donation oh. to the hey, One Nation hey, Foundation. Hey, hey, hey. Thank so, you, yeah. Pineapple. So much respect to the two of you guys and everyone that donated tonight. Uh, all that goes to the One Nation Foundation. So much, much respect to each and every one of you. So uh, let's see. So we started with some great emails tonight, right? So we had T-Hom in there, Frank from NorCal, Daniel Mangus, and of course, Paul. So uh, great emails from those folks. And then we got to the voicemail. So Sonny just absolutely bringing fire. That's all I got. That's all I can say, man. Just a hell of a way to start the voicemail segment of the show. Uh, We had Houston Raider Steve talked about what quarterback we need to get. Uh, Javi with his first call and said we need uh, some of these younger guys need to learn how to be Raiders and Raider fans, but he got Google voiced. Mm. So uh, Deuce called in, Super Deuce, gave his thoughts on Derek Carr. He said he liked the guy, but it was time to move on. Uh, Animal Mother, he was struggling. He was on the struggle bus <laughs> on that AM call. So, We're praying uh, for your lap and your phone. No, <laughs> I, no kidding, no kidding. So moving on from Derek Carr, uh, but he is running the marathon, raising money for the One Nation Foundation. Oh, so so cool, much, man. much respect. Uh, we are from CPA Joel. So the car wars are over, or are they? Uh, and if yeah. you don't like, if you don't like the moves, you can just follow Derek Carr to his new team. If you're a Kardashian, you just do your thing. Uh, Mojo says uh, he, he's not even going to say the guy's name anymore. He's done saying his name, and he said, folks, choosing a player over the team is just absolute bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm with him on that. And then uh, I don't get it. Like no, it doesn't compute it. Yeah. in any kind of way. Absolutely. So uh, so then Ron, Ron comes in, just basically <laughs> just lays it down. Says Derek Carr is the, is, is like an Applebee steak. He's like a fart in the wind that you blame on the dog. You know, whatever it is. But that but that's him. Paint a picture. Uh, right, or under the covers, getting every last oh, whiff. That was like Ron. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. Drove it home. Absolutely. So so uh, so Paul, if you're paying attention, we're gonna do something just a little bit different. And I don't know. If, I don't know if one of these guys has ever even got a Sizzler, but tonight Sizzler Award winners is Sonny and Ron. Yay! Nice. Those were my two votes. I am the Sizzler. I agree. <laughs> I concur. Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Oh, he. Oh, he. 
Goodbye, Derek. I wasn't expecting that. Nice. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. So we appreciate you, Raider Nation, for checking us out here uh, tonight. Paul, Paul said that Sonny's gotten like six Sizzlers. Yeah, he's won Sizzlers oh, before. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah, know that. And I know Ron is definitely. Yeah. Well, I knew Ron had, Ron, yeah. Ron, yeah. Well, Ron, the first time Ron ever called, uh, oh, and I had, I wish I had it handy here. The first time Ron ever called, like, was Sonny and I were doing the show. Oh, yeah. And he goes, we got a call from some dude in Alliance, Ohio. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, let's listen to it. It was oh, nothing but a toilet flush. A toilet flush. flush. Yeah, yeah. That was all it was. And it was after the Raiders lost. So anyways, we have, so we appreciate you all very, very much. Appreciate everybody that's joining us live here tonight for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio, uh, episode uh, uh, number 282. Appreciate everybody that donated tonight, uh, all those super chats, anything that you can do to help promote this show. Uh, we appreciate you very, very much too. Whether you support us uh, monetarily like those donations, or if you just hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit a thumbs up, give us a review, tell a, one of your Raider friends about us, anything you can do to support this show. We're going to raise um, money for our foundation, our nonprofit, the One Nation Foundation. Our goal this year is to give the Bolitnikovs 15 grand. Woo! And there's more too. We want to give more than that. We want to give to multiple charities this year, and we can't do that without your help. So again, if it's if it's monetary, that's wonderful, and we love your donations. You could donate directly at onenationfoundation.net. Hit the donate button there. Google doesn't get a cut. It just goes straight to the foundation there. So we appreciate you, those of you that can do that. But again, if you can't, just amplify it. Hit a retweet. Hit a, anything. Post on a Facebook. Any of that kind of stuff goes so, so far in helping us out. And so we appreciate you all very, very much. And uh, so uh, without further ado, let me go ahead and turn it over to the our third person in the booth tonight. <laughs> Michelle, thank you for being here tonight. Oh, man, and listen, it was another great night. Listen, Raider Nation, nothing but hope in front of us. Grab a hold of the hope. Go go touch some grass, too. Go do that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go, absolutely. And thanks to everyone in the chat, uh, all of the callers and voicemails uh, and emailers tonight, all that good stuff. Uh, Kill Jadis, uh, Paul, Houston from L.A., Ebony Graves, our buddy uh, Scott Gilbranson, Silver and Black Today, uh, Paul, Sonny is in there, Pyro 1975, Mojo, Ebony Graves, the whole crew, man. Thank each and every one of you for uh, tuning in for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. And don't forget, boys and girls, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. There you go. See you, bye. <laughs> Way to hit the post, Swaggo. That's what I do. Good night, YouTube. Goodbye. Some beef. Oh, yes, have some beef. Beef gives strength and helps you do it. That'll never be not funny. It will.